fucking assholes and you're an asshole too. That is why we started up this podcast just for you. If you are offended, if we make you want to cry, you're the reason why we shout who invited this guy. Who invited this guy? Oh yeah. Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. It's that time again. Podcast night again. Warming up over the microphone right here, baby. actually start doing this every week so that (laughs) instead of doing two in one week and then skipping a week and then coming back really excited two weeks later and then having like, you know, three hours from now we'll be recording the second episode if I don't die and fall asleep. Yeah, we'll be like... Cool. <laughs> Second Guys. episode. We're still here. Yeah, one of us is on the brink of being blackout drunk. Who's it going to be this time? <laughs> so this is Who Invited This Guy? I'm Danny T. I'm Eric. I'm Josh. And we have got a special special for you tonight. But before I blow my dick on this one, <laughs> let's talk about the lovely things on the table. Pots, what are we brought to them today by? Um, so we got some uh, budgetary cutbacks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, times, on a times are tough. I'm, uh, I'm unfortunately transitioning jobs because the company I was working for sucks dickholes and the company that they worked for sucks bigger dickholes. So they decided to fire our entire shop. So I'm pinching pennies right now. And uh, we're drinking Bankers Club gin. And not the dimple pinch kind of pennies. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bankers, Bankers Club. Club gin and Rolling Rock. Rolling Rock. Rolling. Oh, and I brought Salem's. <laughs> Salem Gold Box. Because she's a 70 year old white woman gambling away her dead husband's money at a casino. <laughs> I brought it, Nothing some, says uh, white trash like Salem. Oh, well, they. Those and. Maverick. I used Josh, to love the Na- Salem black labels with the slide out pack, pack and the one green sink. Yeah. So cool, dude. The look, green sink. Looks like you're rocking something a little more classy with your parliaments over there. Yeah, I, uh, I put <laughs> my hoodie Englishman. on. I put my hoodie on. We had a couple people over last night, and uh, Tree was using my hoodie. So I put my hoodie on, and I found a lighter and a pack of cigarettes in my pocket. Yeah. So I have cigarettes tonight Yay! for the first time in Who Invited This Guy history. Really? This is the first, first time? time I ever brought my own smokes. You didn't even bring them for the scarf and barfs? Nope. You're, right. You are a scumbag. No, so he was right. Oh, and then uh, what's we're... awesome about that is is neither you or Tree do coke, and some <laughs> ways you still smoke Parliament yeah. with the built-in coke spoon. Yeah. Yeah, but nice I mean, additive. it's cool because you can chew on it, you know, you can like bite down on the edge and it doesn't ever affect the filter. But it's actually the other reason they give for why the parliaments are like that. Most yeah. people, of course, like the answer about the Coke, but other people say it was for English soldiers in World War One or two. World War One when they World were in War I, the they could bite down without yep. ruining... They could bite down in their smokes while they were in the trenches yeah, without ruining PTSD their, their filter. You and you're sitting there shaking. You <laughs> yeah. can bite down on your cigarette. At least my at least. cigarette's not ruined. <laughs> mustard gas in my veins, but at least my cigarette's not ruined. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, also, I brought Clan McGregor. What the some, fuck? Yeah, I got some uh, some Scottish whiskey for us, my friends. Scottish. I've never so, before heard of that. That's because God. I decided to splurge. This, my friends, is, is it what, good whiskey? This, is it my friends, whiskey? cost twelve dollars a bottle. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to ask if that was on the same shelf as my banker's. Club. And regardless. Everyone's taking a shot. I'm <laughs> not taking a shot. Yeah, you, you are, because oh, yeah, there we go. Because you're All right, pussy. here we fucking go. Oh, and Josh, don't forget what beer you brought to. Oh, uh, Founders All Day IPA. I shouldn't even have to mention it anymore. I'm well, you fucking my... do. All right, <laughs> tradition's tradition. <laughs> I'm kind of getting 
uh, embarrassed that it's always the same thing. <laughs> you know, I should probably switch. As it embarrassed up. as Bankers Club and Bowling yeah. Rock. I mean, that would be a switch, wouldn't it? It wouldn't fall <laughs> you into know the same routine every week. You know, there's a step below Bankers Club, right? You ever seen Senators Club? Oh what? God. You've so never seen another one? It's called Senators Club. Never seen it? Yeah, Senators do wield much less power than bankers. But. Only thing I know less than uh, Bankers Club is uh, Popov. Oh. oh, yeah, Popov and Dark Eyes Vodka. Oh, you ever drank Dark Eyes out of the plastic handle? They call it that because so your vision starts to No, they call it that because you punch your bitch in the face. <laughs> and give it's a new slang term. Eyes. She pissed you off. It's called Popping Off. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, boys, let's cheers him up here. Little Glenn McGregor. Oh, and while we're doing our Heaven cheers, help me. let's shout out to the uh, one of the first people who's actually reached out to us. Uh, who's oh, that? Yeah, Someone yeah. reached out to now, us on Twitter. Now, I, won't, I will not use the last name. The last because, name, but yeah. let's, let's give But she is in upstate out. New York, and I believe it's like Waterstown or some shit like that. But she's up there. Her name is Ashley, and she recently got in touch with us. She uh, tuned into our most recent episode before this one, the uh, Take Your Topic Off 2. Said she loved it. She's been listening ever since. Awesome. And she's a big fan. What's so. up, Ashley? Shout here, out to you. Here's to Ashley. Shout out. Boom. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's the good sauce. That's Ooh. actually not that bad. For not for 12, yeah. Scotch. Woo, okay. There we go. Ah. Feeling the fire in my belly. It's nice and smooth. I mean, that might just be because I drank some of the Bankers Club gin while I was waiting for you to get here. Yeah, now that's not... Ooh. Yeah, that's not, a, that's not too bad. I've, I've definitely had some worse shit than that. So... Let's get rolling here. What's tonight all about? We decided to reach back to the sickest of sick fucks, and we've done all kinds of research on some of the world's craziest rulers slash, you know, dictators. Just the real creme de la creme of the nutbags. I thought, who were the worst people on earth? Let's talk about them. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and make let's, jokes. <laughs> let's, let's just say... Some of us did research. <laughs> <laughs> We're working at a 66.6% research rate right yeah. now. Again, Eric puts his life over and above the podcast, which is something that we really got to work on. It's just, <laughs> it's just rude. You have to give up is. on yourself. It's just rude. So uh, the beginning of, uh, what, two weeks ago, I was talking about buying this house. So for the last two weeks, every single day, I'm going there after work. And putting in like four to six hours at the house. So I got home today to do my research and almost fell asleep. So I, I know a little bit about the guy I researched, um, <laughs> but, but mainly just the fact that his dad drank and beat him and he ran away and his mom... And I think I'm gonna go to sleep. And there goes Pops. <laughs> oh, by the way, if you know a guy, if you need a guy who can decorate your front yard, um, I know one. Actually, did a lot of research on him. He's got some good front yard decorations. Awesome. So. Let's talk about let's, the decorations. Let's talk about him. Dictators, I, bitches. Let's go. do it. I did my research on the man responsible for the inspiration of Dracula. Okay, we all know Bram Stoker's <laughs> classic Dracula. Except the real dude didn't turn into a fucking bat or, you know, suck blood out of people's necks and shit like that. But he did come damn close with some of the other things he did. Uh, but this guy was a true nutbag. And we're going back to the 1400s here. So everyone get ready for the story of Vlad the Third Dracula. All right? Now. Excellent. Let's do it. Now, he became the Prince of Wallachia. Now, Wallachia is a southern part of modern-day Romania. Is, is that a cake? 
It sounds like a cake, doesn't it? Malachia. Yeah, I, yeah it, it sounds like almost like a spinoff of a moose. You know what I mean? Like a Jewish-Polish pastry. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, now, Wallachia is southern part of modern-day Romania. So, now, the guy was born in Transylvania, which is where the dun, whole... Dun, dun. Yeah. He was born in Transylvania, but Wallachia is just south, okay? Now, let's talk a little bit about his dad first. His dad was Vlad II, Dracul, not Dracula. Dracul means son of dragon. Now, they, he was part of the Order of the Dragon, which was a Christian, like, nobility, chivalry, knights kind of thing. Okay. And their whole purpose was to fuck up the Turks, the Ottoman Empire, the Muslim motherfuckers, because this was Eastern Christian Europe, and the Ottoman Empire, the Turks, were coming in from the south. Because okay? thou shalt not kill, but... But, <laughs> if you worship a different god, go fuck yourself, okay? And that's how that works. So, now, his dad was killed, and we'll get into that later, because he does take some revenge uh, his father was killed uh, not even by the turks either we'll get into that but anyway vlad the third dracula okay also known as vlad the impaler and there's a special reason why he's called vlad the impaler he like to fuck dudes in the butt but no, no? <laughs> well he did but with large sticks again oh. we'll get to that <laughs> But first, I'd like to talk a little bit more about some of the other things he did, because the impaling thing, we'll get to. But here's some of the sick shit that this guy did. Now, he ruled over Wallachia, and you're going to find there's something real surprising at the end of all this. After everything I tell you about this guy, you're going to be like, there's no fucking way. But let's move on. So his big thing he liked to do, okay, now he's known for all kinds of different killings and torturings, but the big thing this dude loved to do is dinner tricks. Now, what do I mean by that? He used he made a ritual of, I think, four or five different times he invited people to some kind of feast or dinner, and that's where he fucking let loose with his cruel, insane shit he did, okay? He, and he pulled this a number of times. And this is on top of the impaling and some of the other shit he did, okay? Oh, now, shit. Doris. <laughs> Vlad invited us for dinner tonight. <laughs> we ain't fucking going, Marv! We ain't going! Transylvania's kind of far, isn't it? I don't want to take the horses all the way there just to get fucking impaled. I'm not sitting on a wooden spike, Marv! Now, I'm not doing it! Now, why there is Staten Island Jews in 14th century Wallachia, I don't know. <laughs> but so far, we're doing good. Okay. Anyway, so let's start off with one of his dinner tricks, I like to call it. One of the things he was very much against was poverty. Uh, the poor people, of course, he looked upon as a just a blemish on his country, on his land, okay? So one time, you know, to help get rid of the poor problem, <laughs> what he did was he invited, and not just poor, he invited poor vagabonds, cripples, okay? He invited them all to this big feast. That was the his promise. The derelicts of society. The derelicts, right. People who are not as good as Vlad. Oh, if you ever see Vlad, he looks like the Pope had sex with Luigi. That's all I'm going to say, okay? <laughs> looks like the Pope and Luigi fucked and got this dude. He's got the stash with the beard and so the long hair. So he's really Italian is what you're saying. Yeah, very much so. I mean, you know, he's actually Romanian, but whatever. You know what I fucking mean. <laughs> so anyway, so he invited all these, you know, the poor, the cripples, the vagabonds to this open hall feast and while they were in the midst of eating, he and his men locked all the doors on the outside and they set fire to the motherfucker and just Holy eradicated shit. all of them, dude. <laughs> wow. Poor problem <laughs> solved. Yeah. Okay. Right? No more homeless. <laughs> now, on top of that, uh, he also had a thing with... It's funny these dudes that do this sick shit, they have this... They used to have their, their own morality code. Like, how the fuck are you going to have a morality code? <laughs> and chastity was one of his big things, too. And he was known to actually... 
anyone who was like, like if you were widowed like a woman who was widowed and she was still sexually active after that or even first time virgins like anyone who broke any kind of code that he felt was against his chastity thing he wanted his land to kind of have he would have them fucking their sexual organs like forcefully removed okay Jesus. and not just like modern day shit like in Saudi Arabia where they just cut the clit like organs like cutting motherfuckers open and ripping so out you know fucking ovaries and shit. God damn. So as you can imagine, most people died. <laughs> well, I was thinking about having like a rope tied around your nuts and like having a horse run away with the rope tied Oh my God, that is brilliant. That would Vlad the Empower never thought of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. We got Josh in the garage just coming up with it on the fly. He's yeah, not even fucked on, up yet. Yeah, Anything I, else you can think of to help out Vlad, move. let me know. I'll be sure to email and let him know your ideas. <laughs> Yo, dude, you never thought of this. How about bear traps on the testicles? Oh, by the way, one time one. I do want to do an episode that's entirely about different torture methods. Cool. I, I think I'll be fucking slamming. Yeah, so tune in it. for that one, right? <laughs> <laughs> now, um, some more about Vlad, some other things he did. So that was just one of his many dinner tricks, okay? Um, now, kind of staying in the same lines of that, at one point throughout his reign, he had upwards of, um, he had a lot of mistresses. But one mistress he had you know, she claimed that she was pregnant and he couldn't have that. So he decided that the best way to disprove this was to cut her open, kill her and cut her open where she would be pregnant to disprove it. That was his method. Dude's playing like 14th century, like operation. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> is it fine. water on the knee? Operation. She's not pregnant. See? <laughs> operation. <laughs> But it's fucking... Operation. <laughs> I do love to picture him listening to, like, Transylvanian metal at the time. And just... <laughs> Somebody on the loop. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, dude, ukulele solo, go! <laughs> you just know there's six monks in black robes. He's like... Oh. <laughs> Rip the fetus from the stomach. So, so far, we're not that far in, and we've already got sexual organs being removed. We'll get into the impaling, and of course, we burn poor people down. Yeah. But it, it just gets better. Like, what do you think like, that you smelled can't, like? You can't fuck anyone, but I'm going to burn half my house down to kill all of you, you know, cripples and retards. And yeah. Yeah. Makes perfect people. sense. Well, he probably just, like, had dinner out in the shed that night. You know? Ah, Because there so. are poor people that smell bad. He doesn't want that in his house. Speaking of bar, dinner... Yeah. <clears throat> Let's break into one of those things. So, now, of course, he's called Vlad the Empower because his favorite method of execution, mostly Turks, because I will tell you that all the stories that I'm giving you, most of the time, keep in mind that in between all this, he is consistently at war with the Ottoman Empire. The Turkish army is always moving upwards, trying to take over Wallachia because it's Christ, uh, Christian Eastern Europe, yeah. and he's always trying to repel them. It's just constantly fucking going on, all right? So most of his death count, when I get to his final number, is majority Turkish soldiers or just Turks in general. Okay, even though he killed a shitload of his own people, it's not nearly the number of you know Turks that he killed. So anyway, when it comes to dinner for this motherfucker, now he's Vlad the Impaler. He would have people in the yards of his castle and you know the outer courtyards impaled two different ways: either sharp end of the spike, big ass wooden pole size of small fucking tree. And just stab you through your waist. So you're just like hanging there. You know what I mean? Just like fucking through your waist hanging there. That was one method. The other method was to use the more rounded end. And they would actually lube it up with whatever tars or whatever they could. And slowly insert your body 
rectum first until it would start to tear you. But most people still wouldn't die from this right away. They would spend a day or two suffering, slowly sliding down the pole as it worked its way to make you into a rectum popsicle. Okay. (laughs) Oh, God. Tie stones to your ankles or something? Like They could do that, yeah. You should see some of the illustrations. They're just dudes who are tied up arms and hands bound, and just this just massive pole just going up their ass and then sticking out their fucking mouth. I'm and pretty sure they did that in that cult movie, Cannibal Holocaust, and, like, the bitch slowly sinks down on this pole dude, until it comes out of her mouth. That's a that's a Vlad the Impaler oh, all man. day long, dude. And so that's one of two of his impaling methods. And this was... He did this to so many fucking people, okay? It was just his way of getting off. So much so that he used to eat dinner amongst... His corpses. He would go out into the front courtyards and have a dinner table set up and would eat his meals amongst his little patch of fucking impaled people. That's morbid as shit. He would even invite guests over to eat with him. And if they showed the slightest hint of disgust towards the impaled, he would then have them fucking impaled (laughs) and would dip his bread in their blood as it ran down the pole. Well, you gotta have juice. Is anyone getting hard yet? Yes. (laughs) Like, this guy takes the cake. And I'm not even, I'm not even there yet, son. I'm not even like, you're thinking like, there, you can't get much more than this. No, fuck this dude, okay? So he eat amongst his fucking, his impaled. Now, one time, and this is just a random segue and I'll get back, but this is such a good story. Two gypsies were caught, and you can see why he burned down vagabonds, son of a bitch, right? Two gypsies were caught stealing from him. Give okay? me a beer. Two gyp- yeah, get this man a brew. We uh, need to keep him alive. Rolling rock. Rolling Yeah, rock. I need to keep the alcohol flowing. I had a bunch at the house, and I'm, I'm really... Keep it going. I want yeah. you I'm, fucking amped by second episode. Oh, yeah, you mean black you ready to go. <laughs> Working on it. And so I'm over here just, like, fucking firing away. I'm, like, so amped about this sticks This is great. Up. This is great shit. Keep it rocking. So. <laughs> if I had done this much research, I'd be excited for you. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I will rival your excitement in 25 minutes when it's my turn. But, no, I've got to talk about the, like, three things I know about this guy. But continue. Then we should do the Olympics because I'm going to have a chance to win this time. Yeah. The- <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what the fuck was that? Oh, two gypsies were caught trying to steal from him. So... How do you punish people like that? It's simple. You boil one to death and force his friend to eat him. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> Fucking yes, dude. Well, there's pesky gypsies running around. You have to set some sort of example, you know, so. That's what I'm saying. The other ones stay away. But, right. like, okay, put your, and I know this is 14th century, so it, or 15th century. I always forget, like, it's the one up. It's the 1400s. That means it's the 15th century. Yeah. But put yourself, like, Kind of just in these, while I'm telling these stories, think about this shit. Like, imagine me boiling Josh and fucking forcing you to eat his ass. It really sucks, too, because boiled meat is so bland. It is, and it's it's tough and davy. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's really, to me, it was very poor dinner etiquette for him to do it that way. I was a little disappointed. I'll bet they didn't even get a knife and fork because they'd be able to fight back with those. (laughs) They're just going to, like, take a bite into your friend's skin. Which then instantly falls off because it's been boiled for an hour and a half. And the skin just peels off and then you get into the cooked human flesh. He was such a sick bastard, I guarantee he gave his buddy a 
Taco Bell spork plastic to eat this motherfucker with. It just keeps shit. snapping on him. He's got to get a new one. The spork is one of the best inventions humanity has ever come up with. You know, the spork came around in the 1800s. It did it It's really? that old. I yeah. fully believe it. It was it's like, such a good it was like a big wooden. started carving a fork and they were really bad at it yeah. and it was all like round and shit and they're like, good enough. Or they yeah. chipped their spoon and was like, fuck, I need to even this out. Yeah. <laughs> and then some rich guy saw it and was like, that's a good idea. Right? I mean, I did that on purpose, I promise. <laughs> I'm going to steal the rights. So, let's oh, keep going with... Uh, oh, like, that's... Oh, that's that's gin, Bankers Club. That's paint thinner, dude. Oh, you is that what you just had some of the bankers? Yeah. That is, that is lacquer thinner. Are you know? trying to make yourself sick? <laughs> I'm trying to stay drunk so I don't fall asleep mid-podcast. Would you like more than McGregor? No. Don't you it's Scottish! so drunk that you do go to sleep? Isn't that a thing? I'm I mean, actually going to have another sip. I, I might need a ride home, Josh. Alright, I can drop you off. My car's running smooth. Oh, yeah. Yeah! Come on, Dan. Oh, you want another one? Okay, good. Yeah. You got it, my friend. Pour shit out. Just a little bit. Uh, I went way too high on that one. I won't force Josh to take another one yet, but he will later. He will later. Okay, so let's keep rolling. talking about boiling people, I might as well boil my insides. That was one of my favorite little things about this motherfucker. Okay, so um, another time. More good shit. He invited some of the uh, Turkish soldiers, like the heads of, like kind of like their ambassadors, okay. to a peaceful meeting with him. But when they arrived to his castle, they refused to remove their turbans, which of course was an insult to the Christian faith. And you know, yeah, when you don't wear anything covering your head indoors, right? And when you know he asked them, you know, why don't you remove the turbans? They say, well, we just don't. You know, we never have removed our turbans. Like you know, that is not what we do. It's not part of our thing. So he said, fine. <laughs> he didn't actually fart. Um, Is that what he said? <laughs> he said, he said pretty much fine. So then, if you won't remove them in my castle, you won't ever remove them ever again. So we had them held down and had their turbans nailed to their heads. Nice, fucking awesome. Now, <laughs> did the nails go into their brains and kill them so that they didn't really have to live with turbans yeah, on dude, their heads for years? Or? Yeah, dude, because you didn't exactly. Use oh like, my <laughs> god! Dude. Oh, what? what? God. I was waiting to see how long that. <laughs> you know what? I'm sitting here. Oh. Um, all this time we spent just, researching, and all you can do is spend time farting. This just went from who invited this guy to Eric's podcast because I just scared Josh and Dan both out of the this garage. Went invite, home. This went from who invited this guy to where did my friends go? <laughs> Oh, it's rare that you just instantly clear a space, you know? It's not that rare for oh, me. Oh, God, it's still over here, man. <laughs> well, it, man. Sinks, it, it sinks in. It just fucking just absorbs. Just close the door, get used to it. Oh, God. Everybody, loud noise. Jesus, Blame God. this motherfucker for that interruption. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, damn. what were you saying? There will only be two or three more of those during this episode. I oh, Bullshit. thank God. Bullshit. <laughs> Alright, so now we have talked a bit about... I'll to... make them silent so it's more fun for me. <laughs> <laughs> when will he smell it? Oh, there we go. He's vomiting. Now, how do you make them silent? Because I've been trying to make my farts silent for a long time because it's always embarrassing. It's a muscle control contraction no, thing. It's not. So what you <laughs> do need you to do? Do you pull your underwear up into the crack of your no. ass? You so know that how, it muffles it. You know how when you take a shit, if you just like outright pull your pants down and sit down on the toilet, you get shit on your butt cheeks. 
So, but if you sit down on the toilet and you kind of like put your hands on your butt cheeks and spread them a little bit and sit down, you're, you know, the crevice opens wider and you just shit down into the toilet and nothing gets on your butt cheeks. A fart isn't your butt cheeks vibrating. What I'll do, it is. It isn't. What I'll do. I've seen a slow mo, a slow mo close up of a fart from some dude's asshole. And (laughs) it is just. The asshole that is vibrating. You see, okay. like, the the what waves going you, through dude. the asshole you, muscles. You asked me, and now you're arguing with me. I hate it's my crazy. friends. I, I hate my friends. <laughs> so but it's not butt cheeks. The way I fart silently is I... Watch. Look at what I'm doing. I'm leaning. I pull my butt cheeks apart. Look at this. Uh, both hands oh, are up so here. you're putting tension on your sphincter. I'm, and I'm pulling my butt cheeks Spreading. apart within my pants... And then I slowly let the gas out. You don't push. You just let uh, it go. You just release control. Just release it. Thank God we have you here to teach us these things. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we'd get by in life otherwise. You guys want to know how to get No, I'd like to finish my life. fucking story over life here. Life pro tips 101. <laughs> I, need, I need to bring something to the podcast tonight. <laughs> well, don't bring your ass gas. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's all I brought. Because next time I'm going to turn and run and the garage door is shut now. I'm just going to like slam into it and fucking go down, dude. All right. So, anyway, we talked about two dinner tricks so far. One, he brought the poor people there, burned the motherfucker down. Two, he brings people in all the time, and if they show disgust, he has them fucking impaled on the spot and dips his bread in their blood. What a sick bastard. Dinner time, dude. Here's the best dinner trick of them all. Done on Easter Day. Easter Sunday in 1456. (laughs) Oh, you have to. Easter Day, my friend. Christ so, is risen. Let's kill a bunch of people. He invited all the regional nobility to his... Ba- and this was a shitload of people, okay? Like, all different regions, different nobles, and the boyers, you know, all the different, yeah. like, aristocratic houses, because... Real quick, some of the boyers and aristocrats, he didn't know which group of them, but they were the ones who assassinated his father. So he decided just to invite all the fucking royalty all around and bring them all to a big dinner. What was your question? Question is, is he the ruler of a country? He's the prince of Lakia. He's the prince of yeah, Lockheed. you're not you're not okay. technically a king usually until you until take a bride, married. you know what yeah. I mean, like okay. all that. So he, but he is the ruler, okay? okay? Yeah, there's no one else fucking with him. And he did at one point take a wife, but he was pretty much always known just as the prince of Lakia. You right. know what I mean, so um, he invites the rich people to his house. Yeah, all the nobility to his castle, okay, to the current castle he has. Now there's going to be a new castle, and this is kind of the beginning of that. So anyone. During the dinner, he has his army, sees anyone there who's way too, which is most of them, way too old and feeble. And he has them fucking impaled right outside. Okay, has them all (laughs) impaled right the fuck outside. In their nice clothes. Everyone else. Their horses looking on. Oh, yeah, dude. Just fucking right through their rectum and out the mouth. That's how we do it in Valachia. Excellent. So he marches the rest of them. He marches the rest of them 50 miles away to a dilapidated castle up on a fucking, like, mountaintop with a river below, okay? He marches them all to this dilapidated castle and then begins forced slave labor to restore this castle the way he wants it. These motherfuckers have to, like, go take trips down the mountain to get quarry stone and rock and all the brick and clay. And they're getting starved and beaten while they're doing this. And anyone who would fall behind, of course, would be impaled on the spot. I kind of like this. So awesome. (laughs) In three years, making, like, Bill, 
and Hillary and Trump and Melania and yeah. all like the senators and all stuff, the nobility and like take them all and just, and just put them into fucking them all. into a yep. labor camp and stick Pence on a fucking <laughs> thing because he ain't gonna do shit. Just stick him right on an impale <laughs> and have the younger dudes like Obama do all the work. <laughs> I shouldn't talk about putting the black guy to slave labor. Never mind. We'll just impale him. All right. <laughs> so, so now. <laughs> Even oh, after no. the... <laughs> Dan came up with that one on his own. <laughs> <laughs> Even after the uh, restoration of his castle was complete, he then took whoever did survive, who didn't die from malnourishment and all that shit, and then he impaled the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Easter! <laughs> so they've restored his castle. They restored then... a castle that he just made his own after that. Like, mm. But it was it's still there. And this is known as the the popular Dracula castle. Like, you know, this is the castle that... that terrifying looking that castle. That you always on see the on, on the hill. Yeah, this is the one that's based off of, okay? That's um, shit. So that was fucking awesome. Great way to spend your <laughs> Easter, okay? Now, we're oh. not done yet. Is that okay? why all the kids get off of school? Yeah, that's exactly why. <laughs> to mourn them. That's Easter? Yeah, that, that's that that's him. what Easter's based on. Instead of Jesus on the cross, it's all these motherfuckers on impaled uh, on big ass spikes with no their, their rectum torn apart. That's the reason we celebrate if, Easter. If you awesome. would peepsicles. Now remember, guys, all this is okay because it's done in the name of God. Or poopsicles. Yeah, poopsicles. Poopsicles. <laughs> Human poopsicles. Peep poopsicles. So I've still got more. Now, always known for not only just impale. Like I've been talking mostly about like impaling people at like his <laughs> castle. He did this on the battlefields, too, after he would win a battle, or even if he wouldn't win a battle, he would take the prisoners of war he had and would find an open field, and, like, he actually brought the fucking stakes with them during battle, because he knew how he was going to execute people, and he would just leave areas of impaled people. One time, and this is something I want to make sure I fact-checked a few different sources. (laughs) Dude, I think you win. (laughs) (laughs) On... The front of a battlefield, after he had had a massive battle with the Turks, he impaled, and I cross-checked this several times to make sure the number was accurate, because it's just one of them stories, like, why did I hear about this before? He impaled 20,000 Turkish prisoners of war in what they call a forest of the impaled, on the border between Wallachia and the Ottoman Empire, so bad that when the next, like, when the commander got there with the Turkish Empire, like, the next fleet came... They saw the forest of impaled and they fucking turned around. Yeah, turned right around and that he would send Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that. Now of course this was at the end of the Ottoman Empire, like ever attacking. It was just that particular I think it was like Mehmed the second or some shit. But he never returned. He sent other people to fight in his stead. He was now, like, fuck this. Now here's something interesting about that that I can actually add to the podcast. Um, they've done that throughout history. So the Greeks did that to the Romans. Oh, really? Uh, what, they the, impaled people? Yeah. Uh, well, either impaled, crucified, in some way elevated people on wood. Yeah, hung them upside down and shit. mass numbers mm-hmm. to show the opposing armies what would happen to them. The uh, Christians did it during the... Yep. Uh, it's kind of like the, the Crusades. Crusades. The upside down but crucifixions. I was listening to... Um, 
the Mongols did it as well, and the Mongols Genghis went Khan, right? Fucking crazy. I man. didn't do any research about so, Genghis. Did you? No. no. Oh, I, I should have. I know, I know a bit about Genghis. Genghis Khan. So one of the things How, was... How, like, one in was... ten people are related to Genghis Khan or something. Actually, if you know some shit like about this? Genghis, save it real quick. So I'm almost done wrapping well, him up. I just up. want to tie it into oh, okay, what you were talking about. So Genghis Khan actually took, and uh, I think there was, like, a 27.5 mile trail between one city to the next. Mm-hmm. Genghis <laughs> Khan had people up on stakes every, like... 10 meters for the entirety of that trail. Really? Yeah. That's badass like shit. Like 27 miles Dude. of just fucking people on stage. Well, you gotta set the example. You know what I mean? If people are gonna fuck with you, then you've gotta make sure they, that's, uh... That's a that's lot a of work. statement. That's a lot of work just to make all those stakes. Well, and then you got to set them into the ground so they don't fall over. Well, what happened? And then you gotta impale a motherfucker on one. Well, that was yes, uh, indeed. plague era. Uh, and not during the plague, but plague was around. Imagine what happens to those dead bodies after days in the sun. That road was shut down. And oh, that yeah. was the point of that. He shut down a main thoroughfare by impaling people down the entire route of it. That's so, like, fucking... It just shut down they actually use that in, um They actually use that in Game of Thrones. Uh, when Khaleesi is on her way to a, a slave city, um, the masters nailed a slave on a cross every mile for the whole trail leading to the city. So just people knew how they were, you know what I mean? Um, fucking awesome shit. So now, he also had a morbid sense of humor, Vlad, which is another reason why I like him. <laughs> Reports say that he would actually, during the after the impalings, those who would be obviously twitching on the stakes and shit like that, he would make jokes like, oh, look how gracefully they died. Like, And even if his own men, one dude apparently, one, uh, during the 20,000, one guy... Couldn't hold it back and threw up at the sight of all this. Bang. Now you're impaled too. If you showed disgust in what he was doing, you were fucking next. So we had him impaled too. So to end all this up with uh, Vlad, it didn't end well for him. He, of course, did. He died in battle though. So he didn't die like some like fucking coward. He died in battle. Um, they do say his head was cut off, but no one can prove it because even though they have an area where you can go... And you can, like, it's kind of like the, the worshipping spot for him. But it's empty. His remains were never actually found. <laughs> well, isn't the whole theory behind it is that at the end of all of that, they cut his head off and put it on a stake? Yeah, they cut his head off and put it on an impaled stake and delivered it to the Ottoman Empire. Yeah. yeah. That's what they But again, but the rest of his remains were never found. And there isn't as much legit proof about that well, happening. But that's... I mean, that's the thing. Might makes right. If you win yeah. in the end, you write the story. That's right. Yeah. And the great thing is that... A lot of these dictators don't really get what's coming to them. He, you know, he got he got fucked up at the end. But here's the thing. Ask the people of Transylvania today, of that area of Romania. He's considered a hero in Romania. Because even though he did a lot of cruel shit to his people, most of what he did was to defend his country. And they will tell you that they feel like he did what he had to to defend from the Turks. He's actually looked upon as a fucking hero. One time he was cornered in that castle... And the village people helped snuck him out. They turned the horseshoes <laughs> around. <said> village people. Why MCA? We going to help out Vlad. Why MCA? It's weird. This construction worker and this police officer in 1480 out of nowhere an Indian walks up in a full headdress. Who's that firefighter restoring your castle? He's dressed kind of flamboyant. Why is he only wearing one third of his pants? He likes to kick. 
kick his legs out. <laughs> <laughs> Just sitting there building his castle. He's more flexible that way. You Look how far he can bend. Look how high he can kick. I would love to see Vlad like working on castle. Macho man. He's a macho man. Macho man. Ah, ah. <laughs> One, two, three, four village people. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> I wondered how long it would take for a count joke. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, real quick, so I'll wrap this up. Um, one time, just to show you, like, so he's considered a, a hero in his uh, in his area of Romania. And at one point, he was cornered uh, years before he was ever killed. He was cornered in his castle, and the village people snuck him out. By <laughs> people of the village. People <laughs> of the villagers. Okay, the fucking villagers. <laughs> God damn it, Pops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's got Josh to do a spit take. It was he's going to make it. Oh, God, that was close. You're an asshole. <laughs> the people of the village brought a horse to his castle, and they turned the horseshoes backwards on the horse. So that when they snuck him out... That's fucking genius. When the Turks came by, it looked like that someone had ridden up to the castle. So they searched the whole castle for him, not realizing that he had actually been evacuated. And, like, genius. the people of the village <laughs> take, like, a great pride in the fact that they snuck him out. Now it sounds like you're talking about people from a bad M. Night Shyamalan movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the worst. Oh, that was a terrible movie, dude. His maid was a fucking dumper. I love that he announced that the monster wasn't a monster, it was a person, halfway through the movie. I know. And then the rest of the and movie. And had the balls just to finish writing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, no, like, the rest of the movie, <coughs> it's still kind of up in the air, like, wait, is there a monster? And at the end, no, there's no monster. <laughs> like, halfway through the movie, the twist was announced, it was and then that was it. Shit. It was stupid as shit. Really dumb. I was upset with that one. So, in the end, he got what he deserved, but he's still considered a hero in Romania, and he was responsible for, they will say, 100,000 deaths, which isn't anything near some of the other dictators yeah, I researched. Yeah, but in the 1400s, that's pretty good numbers. Yeah. Because there thousand is yeah. 5 billion people, there was like 1 billion people. And 90% yeah. of that, they say, was Turkish soldiers. Of the 100,000 killed. So that's what he's responsible for. And that, my friends... If he killed a tenth of the standing world population of the time, that is that's, a that's feat. one hundredth. Either way, I know it was a if, fucking shitload. If there's one billion a billion people, people in the world... And he killed a hundred thousand. And he killed a hundred... Yeah, a hundredth of the world's population. Yeah. Right, world's population. That's Which still was insane. It? Yeah. So that, my friends, is Vlad the Third Dracula or Dracula. And there he is, my friends, the <laughs> that Impaler. Badass. I'm I, jealous of that man's life. I'm uh, like, you should be jealous <laughs> that I got to research it. <laughs> I was reading this shit like, this is so good. This is so fucking good. Woo! Okay. So, I swear we're not sociopaths. <laughs> <laughs> the only other episode I got this excited about was the cults. <laughs> <laughs> But wait, I swear we are sociopaths. <laughs> so now that my talking is done, I'm going to sit back, let someone else do the work while I just get fucked up over here and make do funny I, jokes. Do you want me to pull my chode out? Why don't you pull your chode out and then I'll get into the epic. That we do usually work mouth. this way. We yeah. usually um, go in this rotation. So, so again, I, I fell asleep during my research because <laughs> I, I have just been 80 hours a week doing shit. So uh, I did Stalin. Who was a fucking psycho? Oh yeah. Like oh yeah. 
That's a nice way to put it, dude. a good way to put it, yeah. And I wish I had gotten another six or seven hours worth of research in, because I, I would love like to know. six hours of research. Me seven too. hours? Me well, too. Yeah, but you did yours at work, Dan. No, I didn't. I, wa- I watched two or three hour-long documentaries at home, <laughs> dude. Like, I'm, I'm fucked up. Like, I have issues. All I know is at certain points during the day when I'm at work, I get a message at two o'clock like, this dude is fucking nuts. <laughs> uh, I didn't do any research at work. Well, that's when I'm in the bathroom and I'm looking shit up on Wikipedia. <laughs> what else um, are you doing? You're pinching a loaf. You look up shit on Vlad the Third. So I've got a real short thing here, which should be a real long thing, but hey, sorry, hon, that's what you get. Uh, <laughs> uh, we got a, yeah, dude, Stalin was nuts. He grew up in uh, Georgia, which is a, like, shithole. In Russia. No, oh, it's I a thought... shithole in America. Well, it's a yeah. shithole in America, too. <laughs> Atlanta. Dude, leave but, the uh, peach state alone, all right? That's where the CDC is, you know? If the zombie outbreak happens, that's where we have to go. Fucking Georgia? Just so it blows up while we're there. <laughs> but, Savannah uh, is beautiful. Walking Dead reference. Continue. <laughs> but yeah, so Georgia, even now, to this day, like, Georgia is a shithole in Russia. And back in the day, it was just as bad. He grew up there. His dad was an alcoholic who beat his mom and beat him. His mom ran away. Uh, like, and his, like, before that happened, his dad had, like, a, uh, a shoe company. But, really, like, shoe trends were changing, and his dad refused to change with the times. <laughs> like, they, they you will from- not get me to change shoe. You will have shoes with no soles, or you'll have no shoes. This is my trend. You don't like? My shoes Fuck 100% leather. <laughs> I never use rubber in my shoe. I've been making shoes out of women. They want to start using cow. Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I will not bend to their ways. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be... Guys, just keep on with the Russian accents. It might make my sound My Russian accent is fucking horrible. I have no Russian accent. Mine is good. <laughs> Yours is very good. Very practice. Very practice. Would you like to trade wife for oxen? More snuggly. <laughs> More cushion for pushing. <laughs> I was going to do an ox but and get fucked in the fuck ass, oxen. but I don't know what noise an oxen makes. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is right. Oh. That is right. Oh. Yes. Ooh. That's my oxen noise. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, because his dad refused to stop making shoes out of women, they, uh, they had to move nine times in ten years. And basically, (laughs) they were going from what modern apartments would be, but they were like tenement houses. So, from tenement house to tenement house to tenement house. Over ten years, they moved nine times because he just couldn't make ends meet. He kept drinking more fucking vodka and beating his wife harder (laughs) until she finally left. It is your fault they stole my slogan from just fuck it to just do it. (laughs) Bitch. (laughs) So... She wound up moving I will beat in. my wife. <laughs> Always beats wife. It's easy. <laughs> Sorry. There's no stress relief like wife stress relief. You beat to unconscious, then you fuck. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> was that the noise of the oxen or the dad? <laughs> it's both. At that point, that's good. At some point, the oxen and wife is interchangeable. Okay. <laughs> so, here's the thing. You have a little, like, sheep. Knowing what... All right. Knowing what I know, my friend Doug went to Georgia as a English teacher. And Sweet. he said... We like, don't want to learn English. Oh, wait. Dude, wrong Georgia. Sorry. <laughs> while he was over, now, this is one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life. He has nothing bad to say about anyone. They could spit in his face, and he'd tell you a story about him three days later, and it wouldn't be a bad story. Dude is awesome. Like Doug is a great guy. Super upbeat. One of the things he told me is that the women over there look like men. <laughs> like more facial hair than I will ever grow, ever. And we do we not have access to we don't have access to Gillette. What do you want? <laughs> okay. So you know how the Mormons put their head in a bag? To, so it was a uh, box. Uh, in a box. In a box under a bag, so that no one can see anything. Right. That's how the Georgian women should be. So knowing that his mom probably was an oxen. We <laughs> shave <laughs> <laughs> with sharpened rams. <laughs> Maybe I should make shoes. No, tampons out of these. Yes. <laughs> Do you want to try? Sharpened rams. <laughs> That's where that noise actually comes from. Here, try my sharpened ram hooves tampon. <laughs> <laughs> So apparently, oxen prefer to bleed and not have tampon of wife's facial hair. <laughs> he kicked me. Wife's facial fun. hair like porcupine quill. We've learned a valuable lesson tonight. Russian accents can fill in the gap where there's less research. <laughs> so, alright, got it. Next time I don't feel like doing research, I will make sure it's a Russian. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Cheers. Cheers to that. I, <laughs> I, can, I drink my gin to I, cheers to the Russians. I can do a number of accents, so anything you want to research on, I'll try and find a good accent, all right? Oh, I'll do something Chinese just to make it racist yeah. as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> at least, at least Russians accent. are white, so we can make fun of them and it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. It's white on white. We're good. <laughs> It's like putting mayonnaise on fluff. It, <laughs> it tastes terrible. It's, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth, but there's nothing wrong with it. Uh, One so, thing I know about Russians from the videos on YouTube is that their trucks are unstoppable. They drive through fucking rivers and shit. There's also a lot of dash cams in Russia. You ever notice that? There is a lot there's of because there's so many insurance claims that insurance they need fraud, cameras. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. And violence, yeah. Yep. So, um, getting back to Stalin. Stalin. So his mom moved in with some friends of the family who were sympathetic to the fact that she was getting smacked around and the husband was a deadbeat. Um, and then I started falling asleep, so I scrolled down. Uh, <laughs> so the next thing I know is um, he comes into power, and basically anyone who is against him, he same thing with Vlad. He starts doing dinner parties that... Don't nice. end well for the <coughs> dinner guests. That's the best way to do it, man. Yeah. That's the absolute best way to do yep. it. And then Lure I them into a yeah. false sense of safety and security and then... Enjoy my assholes <laughs> And my SKS. Cock, <laughs> 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 It's like a surprise episode of Russian Chopped. 
I have prepared for you oxen or my wife. You have to figure out. <laughs> oxen or your wife. <laughs> you wear blindfold, you insert. Again, you figure out oxen or wife. They're in Georgia again, so the I guy's just oxen. feeling both of their pussies, and he's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. It could be uh, either I one. Know. I do not know. They both have hair and bulbous vagina. This one braided. It must be oxen. <laughs> I don't think so, man, because if a person from Georgia was fucking his cat <laughs> or fucking his wife, he's already done that before, so I don't think that he would have any kind of problem figuring out exactly which one is which. He knows from experience. He's, you know he's been there. <laughs> I, bet you oxen, I bet you Oxen or Wife is a real game show in Russia. <laughs> <laughs> oxen or Wife, <laughs> <laughs> I feel the exact opposite way right now that I did when you guys were doing the, yeah, the New Yorker. When, when you were making uh, oh, Mabroni. Uh, Mabroni <laughs> <for> the New York Angel that I'm, came down. I'm just like, the whole time you guys were doing that, I'm like, can I tell my story now? I'm like, please keep vamping right now because I got nothing. I got fucking nothing. <laughs> so, so what else do you know about Stalin? Um, so he came into power, uh, at that point he had already started, like, mass political assassinations, um, anyone who said anything about him was sent off to camps, and Like summer camp? Like any, fun? Anytime <laughs> I say they sent them to camp, or they were exiled, uh, which is basically meant they sent them to shithole Siberia. This is worst is just... camp ever, pool is frozen. <laughs> <laughs> Pool is frozen. Tree is frozen. Wife is frozen. Even the oxen frozen. I can't even fuck my oxen. Okay, so, but all right, again, I'm getting ahead of myself. I do know that Stalin was actually exiled to Siberia. He started throwing coups. And <laughs> <laughs> we use the word coos. Yes. Keep it going. <laughs> <coughs> he oh, threw. Shit. I'm sorry. He <laughs> threw coup after coup <laughs> until they finally caught him and they exiled him to Siberia. Good. Um, but he he was running on the Marxist platform. Uh, even though he wasn't, or I'm sorry, no, he was running on the Leninist mm -hmm. platform. Even though he was truly a Marxist, um, and he was he was two faced the entire time, literally because he had fuckloads of acne as a kid, which scarred his face. Oh, um, every look at that. every picture that you see of Stalin was doctored during Stalin's power, like during his reign, because. He had fucked up facial features and a gimp arm from a childhood disease that, like, fucked his right arm up. So his right hand was all, like, and his right arm was a little, No shit. <laughs> yeah, he had a T-Rex arm. He so had a T-Rex arm and the, a pizza face? The kids yep. called him Gimpy Pizza Face. <laughs> That's awesome. Gimpy, no, of course you try to be a fucking mass murderer with a exactly. nickname like that. Exactly. You Why do they keep calling people. me Gimpy Pizza Face, Mama? <laughs> <laughs> because your arm's fucked up. And no, wait, you're not ugly. Mama, you're Oxen. <laughs> 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 
So that's what happens when you bury your face in oxen pussy. He keeps, yeah, calling, that, he keeps calling that oxen mama. I'm worried about him. <laughs> Just little Stalin. They're like, Mama, please talk to me. <laughs> Get Sucking back in the jets. shit. <laughs> so, uh, so what else do you not know about Stalin? <laughs> Um, by the time Hitler was in power, Stalin was, like, full tilt, in power, like, holding Russia in grips. He did a bunch of stuff where he would make, um, all the food was controlled. So this was, like, full-blown communist Russia. So everyone was the same, except for the proletariat, mm-hmm. who were the rich super elite that lived in the gigantic palaces in Moscow and all around like the different major cities. They're, for everything shitty that is Russia, they do have beautiful architecture. Yes, they like, do. They're like, what, was it Rasputin or who was it that had the dude's eyes burned out after he built the fucking? He built like a, a Rasputin was that mystic dude that like. The, the royal family trusted, which... You know, right, Nicholas II, the, yeah. The but there was someone who, like, had oh, a he had his big part. The, the he had a family. fucking moosecock. Yeah, dude. Is that what it was? No, that wasn't Rasputin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, he was the, uh, what they call him, the black monk or something yeah. like that? Yeah, yeah. So, so, okay, so at this point now, Stalin is, he's fortifying Russia, Hitler's in power. So, him and Hitler didn't <laughs> see eye to eye... But there was a lot of anti-Semitism in Russia. Uh, so after a while, like, I think there was one or two battles between Russia and Germany. And uh, they wound up having, like, a... They weren't in cahoots, but they basically had a, hey, let's not fuck with each other policy. Which I guarantee was pushed more by Russia the Germans Germany? because no. they kept... because they kept pushed by the Russians. See, it's weird that... because the Germans kept marching onto Russia and they were getting... Fucked up. Even though the Russians were getting fucked up, there was just that more was Russians. 40s. Okay, gotcha. In the late 30s is okay. when they had, like, uh, 38, 39, they were like, hey, let's not fuck with each other. Ah, okay. And then uh, into the 40s, Hitler was like, you need to help me. So he started helping, and then Hitler turned on him, I think, in 43 or 44, and that's when Hitler really lost control because he well, tried yeah, to take Well, yeah, because the war was over Russia. not long he after tried that. tried to fight a war on two fronts. That's yeah. the whole big yeah. thing. You're fighting America coming Russia in from that way. Yeah. Yeah. And well, you can't fight Russians American on Russian backed. cold territory. Like, they know their yeah. land and it's fucking frigid let's, and let's brutal. Let's not overstep there, Dan. It's um, not America on the Western or on the Western front. It was the ger- or the yeah, but the what British were getting fucked up at this point. Like, they were being it pretty was, much held captive in London with how much bombing the they were doing. The British, right the French, the Italians. Who were all... The Italians no, were on the Germans. Yeah, they were the Axis yeah, powers. They were. Yeah, they were the Axis powers. They, they yes. were it was at Germany, first, Italy, and Until Japan. they killed Mussolini. Exactly. But then they were But none of them... I'm just saying, the French, British, and Italians, they weren't doing shit. When we got there, London was under siege. France was... Paris was completely fucked up. Yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to they, toot the uh, red, white, and blue American the, horn, but we was. saved those motherfuckers, we like, on that front. them, is what we did. They fought a enormous portion of that war with our weapons. Right. We, we looked like the heroes because we just, like, let everyone get fucked up and then came in later, like, now we'll help. Like, yeah. everyone was so fucked up We're gonna spend four years making arms... 
And now we'll help you guys with the shit that we've been doing for four or five years. And America years. takes all the credit for winning the war. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and actually, what you'll see is there was a massive German defeat by the Russians and Stalin. Well, because Germany tried claimed. to take Russia in the winter. Yeah. And the Germans were wearing their summer and spring uniforms and they froze to death. Well, so Stalin actually did the scorched earth policy. Ooh. Which was, as the Germans would advance... The Russians would retreat voluntarily, not because they lost too many people, but they knew that that's one more day that the unprepared Germans had to spend in, in the, the fucking frigid fucking wastelands. 20s. Yeah. So they would retreat, literally destroy everything. They would poison the wells. They would uh, burn all the buildings. They would destroy all the trees. Hey, it's it's funny you said it because and because you tied something earlier. I didn't mention that either. I did read something. Vlad did that too. Anything to not have his pride hurt, he would actually burn his own villages and poison the water wells when the Turkish were invading just so they couldn't get the satisfaction. Like, he would stop them from being able to sleep anywhere or have supplies or water. He would poison his own fucking town's water wells and even burn villages so this way the Turks couldn't do yeah, it. Yeah, well, like, so the Turks would advance, but then they're literally sitting there with their dicks in their hands. Same thing with the Germans. They're right. sitting there with their dick in their hand because you cannot occupy an area that you can't feed your troops on. Nope. Yeah, so absolutely. if there's no crops, no buildings, and no water, you're literally making the Germans boil snow so that they can just drink and live on the rations that they have. And they're attempting to send rations north, south, east, and west. So how fucking prepared are you? Anyway. And it also didn't help that Stalin cared even less about his soldiers than Hitler did. Like, Stalin didn't give a fuck. He was a numbers guy. Like, just keep sending them. Whatever happens to our people, fine, as long as worse happens to the Germans. Like, so, he didn't give a fuck, dude. Now, mid-war, Stalin is up to, like, 10 million dead. Oh, Yeah. And that's his people and soldiers. That's amazing. Because everyone was getting starved out. I want to just say, because again, I didn't do enough research. He's credited with 20 to 25 million, million dead. dead. Soldiers now, and civilians, yeah. Between political assassinations, yep. internment, and food deprivation. Oh, it was, I mean, you want to talk, I mean, I think when people think food deprivation, they think like, especially here in America, we think of, what was it, the, um... What was the when did the Dust Bowl happen? The, when was the Great Depression? Early thirties after the great after the the drop in the stock market was twenty nine thirty. Because the stock market no no the stock oh yeah the stock market the stock market crashed in twenty nine so the depression was right after that but like you know we think of people living in shanty towns and lining up for bread and it was bad but not like Dust Bowl was before that oh okay but not like was in the middle of the country there was a massive drought for two years and literally the wind. Uh, in the new settlements, because they cut all the trees down to make their settlements, the wind just blew. It, it was the dust bowl. Yeah, right. Kind of like it does every day in Saudi Arabia. But what I wrote that was the Great Depression. Like, so we Again, think. I didn't do research on my topic, so I want to talk about the dust bowl for a second. Um, <laughs> there's really crazy pictures from the dust bowl that they have mm -hmm. where the inside of people's houses, they're wearing, like, clothing over their face to keep the dust out of their so mouth. So not inhaling the sand you and dirt and shit. You can see the dust in the picture from the long exposure and the cool part about it that you see is there's like inches of sand 
on all of the inside of the windowsills and the inside of the floor because you couldn't perfectly uh, make a structure in that day impermeable to wind. So there was so much dust outside that everything was just tan outside. You couldn't see 20 feet. Imagine that. Everything so. finally tan the way we've wanted it for years. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't see anything. All of the cattle died, all of the crops died, and these people were literally just in their houses trying to breathe. I'll be like, sure to look that, that up later when I need a good laugh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my, Watch a couple documentaries on the dust bowl. <laughs> One or rub, two, you rub know. one out. It's so dusty. But um, so my point was, we think like the depression was bad, and it was. I'm not trying to take away from the people who suffered during that, but times in Russia at the time that Potts is talking about, it was fucked, dude. So I mean, he would yeah. take farmers, and he would say, "Okay, ninety eight percent of what you're farming goes to me. You can keep two percent of it to feed your family, and that's it. You don't get to sell any of it. Nothing. And ninety eight percent of it, that just comes." To me, I'm that's how you take advantage of people you. who don't know math. I give you a fair deal. You give me ninety-eight percent. It means you have like more than half. You give me, you take two. A little more than half. <laughs> <laughs> I have ninety-eight percent. You have two. There's all two these, is good. There's all these people who can't count, and he's really pissed off them because they're all wearing Nikes instead of his shoes. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I see his you dad's all, brand. I see you all Ford Fancy shoes, not Papa's brand. <laughs> you won't be eating this month. <laughs> <laughs> this month. <laughs> Shit. Uh, fuck. So, it, in the long run, Stalin wound up fucking the country over bad like so oh, he ran awful, it dude. in not the true communist way but a communist dictator way yeah which is everyone's even which is the one percent and i am the 99 percent now like, he was ridiculous oh he was i i watched the movie on him too i forget who it was that started as stalin but we watched it in school and it was an awesome movie so i gotta ask you before i say it i'll do you know how he died? No. No, I fell asleep before that. So here's the best part about Stalin and the category that he would win in is getting away with it. He died in his sleep, in his bed, a free ruler. There, he never answered to a single fucking thing he did. <laughs> he died peacefully in his bed with loved ones around him. <laughs> you mean the people who were afraid of him. <laughs> with a pair, with a pair of his father's just fuck it shoes on. <laughs> That's, he oh, just got away with just, it. Just wearing uh, tit skin mittens and tit, tit skin <laughs> moccasins. How are you, Stalin? I've got Papa's oxen shoes on. I'm warm. <laughs> Not as warm as everyone else who died on country front, but I'm warm. <laughs> Son of a bitch, got away with it. That's what makes Stalin like. Everyone talks about Hitler, you know. And I'm gonna add this in on the Stalin thing if you don't mind. Yeah. Everyone talks about Hitler, you know. I mean, he's always he's always the you know. Actually, Bill Burr did a whole thing about this, but I'm gonna touch on it too. He's always like when you think of evil, fucked up asshole, you think Hitler, like. And Stalin doesn't get the credit he deserves well, for his right, numbers. Hitler got Hitler to shoot himself violent. in the head. Hitler man. was violent. But Stalin was like he, no one could, aggressive violent. No one could give any less of a shit than Stalin did. Yeah. About anyone else. Well, all right, so here's some things about Stalin I do know. 
He let his son rot in jail. Yep. Mm -hmm. He took the country into a massive nosedive that it never recovered from. No. The entirety of the USSR dissolved twice. Yep. And is still... Now it's just it's Russia, just Russia again, yeah. But it's still in insane poverty. To the point where people can't even afford heroin, they make crocodile. Oh, yeah, the shit with gasoline mixed in it, right? Oh, Another dude, chemical. like gasoline oh, my God. and some over-the-counter painkillers. For those of you who don't know what crocodile is, it's a mixture of this, like, back-end alley, what I guess you could call heroin, with other chemicals like gasoline. It's an opiate. And it's called crocodile because when you do it... You for, inject it. You When you inject it, you eventually, your skin and everything begins to break down, take on a greenish-grayish, you almost look scaly, and your whole body just rots and deteriorates from what you're... And you look like a fucking crocodile. Dude, last year, do you know, in 2017... I've seen pictures of people on this shit, dude. Nine people in the United States died from crocodile? Really? Yeah. That seems like nine too many. Well, I'm assuming all of them were in Louisiana and Georgia. Dude, like, whatever happened happened (laughs) just like... (laughs) No, West Virginia, they got plenty of pills. Dude, whatever happened just like taking a hit of a blunt and like diving head first into a Carvel cake? You know what I mean? Like, why are people doing this other shit? In, like, in Soviet Russia, Carvel enough? cake eats you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not well. That's good. I mean, it, you know, it, I, I tried. No, almost. no, <laughs> you still get a good feel for what a piece of shit this dude was. Yeah, fantastic. So, asshole cocksucker. Let's take some sipskis before we move on to our next dick tater. All right, put him up. Boom. All right, gentlemen. Good mm. shit. Good shit. Mm. <laughs> what I'm going to do is crack a fresh beer. Crack it open, my friend. I'm excited because I don't know shit about your dude. We're about to learn the Tao of Mao. Dude, I don't know a fucking thing about this guy. So I actually, I'm like, I'm over I here. I don't know anything either. I thought I was rock hard to tell my story. I'm fucking, I'm dragging a leg right now on the Ladies ground. Ladies and gentlemen. Now, the one thing I want to say, because I did a little bit of research on this, I want to say the one thing I know about Mao, he is Mao Zedong or Mao Zedong, depending on the dialect of Chinese. Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay, so, that's all I know, so continue. I didn't know that shit. Tell us about Mao. Ladies and gentlemen, Chairman Mao Zedong was born to a wealthy farmer on December 26th 1893. This is more recent shit, then. He was born in Shaoshan, Hunan, China. He had a Chinese nationalist outlook, meaning very pro-China, get back to Chinese roots very early on and in that's his a, life. And that's a communist thing, too, right? Uh, he came up with this later. Came up with this later when he was working in a university. I'll get to that. So he's but, the but equivalent the of Chinese the... nationalists are a communist regime. Chinese nationalists is the opposite. Chinese nationalists, not really opposite, but they were they were very pro traditional Chinese values. Oh, okay. So like the um, this dude's like the, the extreme uh, version of the he's like the Chinese version of the Americans who are like red, white, and blue and assault rifles and fuck faggots <laughs> and right like that's he's the Chinese version. Well, of that, you right? don't fuck faggots. No, you don't. <laughs> you don't do that. Uh, that's faggots dirty. Fuck each other. <laughs> we kill. And then they go to hell, or we zap them back to normal again. <laughs> <laughs> All Mac right, Pence, so 2020. When there are so many... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we are just off the rails today. All 
right, so there are so many different aspects of this guy throughout his history, all right? So when he was a kid, he was influenced by the events of the Xinhai Revolution of 1911, which overthrew China's last dynasty and put into power the Republic of China. Okay. All right, and um, the May 4th movement was this other thing that happened in 1919. It was a mass political protest uh, held by the students, like the young people of China, who were angry about Chinese weak response to the Treaty of Versailles, all right, which gave Japan a whole bunch of Chinese land, like a whole yeah. peninsula was given to Japan, and China just said, the okay. The Treaty of Versailles and, was really good for everyone but, like, communist-esque territories. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Learned some history shit right most now. Most of yeah. Europe really benefited from it. Uh, That's what I Norway realized. and like all the European peninsula or all all peninsula, all the European countries benefited. U.S. benefited, and everyone else was just kind of like, oh, oh fuck this oh, shit, fuck <laughs> this <laughs> shit. <laughs> Oh, oh there really? goes a whole big really? section of my country. It's just really happening. Really? This bullshit. <laughs> this goddamn bullshit. <laughs> this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So he got a job working at Peking University, where he learned about <laughs> Marxism-Leninism. <laughs> Peking University. Peking. Or Peking University, <laughs> whatever it is. Peking duck. Peking. Yeah, I assume it's the same exact thing. Uh, damn it, I hate Renan. Oh, no, this book is so racist. Renanism. He said Renan. that over and over again. Right. He doesn't speak English. So, no English. Um, <laughs> um, that's how he formed the basis of his communist political theory. Was from his job working at a university, this motherfucker's losing his mind. Yeah. All we're doing this is the like classic replacing L's with R's, and he's over there <laughs> losing his shit, dude. Like, I'm, I'm trying not to choke. <laughs> so he was a founding member of the Communist Party of China and led the Autumn Harvest Uprising in 1927. The Autumn Harvest Uprising actually sounds fun. It sounds like everyone like brings like a pumpkin. Yeah, you know what totally. I mean? Maybe a craft beer. You know what oh, I mean? like... we bring pumpkin. <laughs> so what it was was a peasant army that he raised to fight against the proletariat, basically. The rich uh, landowners and landlords. Um, Eric needs a beer. <laughs> um, so it was easily quelled. Oh, Roaring Rock. <laughs> Roaring <laughs> Rock. <laughs> 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 sorry, I'm sorry, guys. Get back. Give me a beer. It's not going to get any better than this. Drink the beer. We're going <laughs> downhill <laughs> on a fucking ski slope. <laughs> um, so Even the... when my father's skis had been made out of your wife. <laughs> <laughs> No, this Chinese we're talking now. You have ah, to be Chinese. And Turkey. Not, I do not like your accent. <laughs> you want oxen? <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because Mao based most of his communist theory off of Russian socialist leaders like Lenin and Marx. And uh, ah, Stalin okay. was in power at the same time as Mao. So they were... Um, or when Mao was coming up into, into power, Stalin was also in power. Well, so he started were... basing his theories off of the Russians. They Ooh, actually were nice. in cahoots for a few years. Yeah, Fuckers. yeah they were you know, both communist parties yeah. against the capitalist evil that the was the capitalist pigs. <laughs> oh yeah, the capitalist pigs. Um, so he uh, <laughs> led the autumn harvest... Uprising, uh, the rich people and their you know armies quelled 
the uprising, you know, pretty easily. And uh, the Republic of China also stepped in. Haha, uh, take that, we crow you. <laughs> <laughs> so, but during that time, he learned a bunch of stuff about warfare, and he developed um, his later, like, guerrilla tactics and shit that he used during the Civil oh, War. Oh, yeah, guerrilla. Guerrilla. <laughs> 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 We're going to keep doing this, aren't we? God damn it. This is going to be awful. This is going to be one of our worst segments in history. No, no, no it's going to be great. It's really <laughs> racist. Go through your research real quick. Any word with an L in it, cross out and just skip. (laughs) I can't do that. I can't do that. All right, so during the Chinese Civil War between the nationalists and the communists, he started to become very communist after he learned about communist theory while working at the university. So he was a founding member of the Communist Party and started a civil war against the nationalist government, the people who really... Are you telling me after all Son of a bitch! Dude, I'll tell you what. You're gonna clear this motherfucker again! Are you serious? Dude, I'll tell you what. Motherfucker drags no research in here, right? He interrupts both of our stories with his ass gas. Like pure human shit. That smells like you shit yourself and are sitting in the puddle of dying. Excuse me, I'm trying to burn, and you. You keep interrupting. <laughs> this smells like a mixture of human and dog shit. <laughs> In this tiny space that we have to occupy as our you studio. You heard it. So, like I said, if you spread your butt cheeks and just let it happen, there's no noise. Back to mail. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah, right, back so to mail. He helped found the Chinese Red Army <laughs> during the communist uh, revolution against the uh, the nationalists. All right, so I'm not that far gone because I've heard of the Red Army. Cool, yes. now I'm caught up. Um, Go ahead. And he became head of the Communist Party of China during what he called the Long March. And oh my fucking God, this is insane. So, Oh my God, was <clears throat> it wrong? Just like... <laughs> 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 Did you fart again? Did you fart again? Are you choking on your own fart again? <laughs> no. We hate you. <laughs> I hate me. It's okay. All right. The so perfect circle. The Long March was a military retreat that was taken by the communists in 1934 to evade the nationalist army. They were attacking the communists. The communists were running. They decided to run through some of the most ridiculous, treacherous parts of China in a 5,600-mile march that lasted 370 days. Whoa, can I back you up for a second? 5,600 miles. 5,600 miles to run from the other army. Now, when you say, and I don't mean to put you on the spot if you don't know, I'm just asking if you know. When you say treacherous territory, can you describe some of the... Parts of Western China, so like the mountainous regions, horrible of China. mountains, okay. or ridiculous grasslands that they describe as like stepping in pudding. Oh, it was just no. like deep mud, and there were spots like walking where through the bay. There were so deep, basically, there were spots where you would break through right and like get sucked in and shit. Right, like when you go out crabbing in, in like Atlantic City, New Jersey, and like you're stepping in the mud and you like fucking sink to your knees. Fine. Exactly. Good shit. So, so wait, hold on. Fifty-six hundred so, miles of this shit. So almost five, two, almost five, two Americas. 
5,600 miles over 370 days, which breaks down to a little over 15 miles per day every day for over a year. All right, eighty-six thousand soldiers that's started like, this I just march. felt like running. That's like doing the <laughs> Appalachian Trail twice in, it, a year. in a year with military gear on. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. So listen to this: eighty-six thousand soldiers started this march. I can't. Seven thousand finished. It. I thought you could say seven. <laughs> seven. <laughs> seven. <laughs> Just seven. We're all the seven thousand eighty six thousand. <laughs> yep. So and there's no was... figures on how many people died and how many people deserted during this march. There's no numbers on. All right. So now he was marked. Mal was marching them, right? Because I, I'm, I'm sorry making you I... race on not a number. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first season of Amazing Race. Um, <laughs> so let me ask you: Did he? And I might have missed this not part. Not so amazing. <laughs> not so amazing. What was his end goal of this? I, I, I'm to sorry if I missed it. not have his entire military annihilated by the <laughs> Instead, He saved some of the military. All right? And that comes into play later. So, the, so you're telling me... Military. So you're telling me that him eliminating 79,000... like 90% of the troops... Was still started. a better move than hanging around where he was. Yes. Huh. Because All right, well... Would've, they would have been totally annihilated. All right, so but I won't question ran, the man's insanity. And uh, so they ended up joining forces with the Nationalists to fight Japan during the Sino-Japanese War and the Second Sino-Japanese War. And what years is this around? 1937 to 1945 is when that occurred. So the Japanese are fighting this while they're fighting in World War II against the Americans as well, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah the Japanese... The second time. They're the, really stupid. The Japanese weren't... Terribly involved in World War Two. Yeah, just Pearl Harbor and shit, and then we uh, fucked mean, them there up. There was a, well, all the islands on yeah, the the, the, the Philippines and shit, right? Yeah, shit got yeah, fucked up. real bad. Oh, well, Iwo dude, Jima there was shit. that other march in the Philippines, right? That famous well, fucking yeah. bomb us some slants. I. That, <laughs> <laughs> I said it was gonna get terribly racist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, <laughs> so the uh, this motherfucker he defeats Japan with uh, the Nationalist Party in China, and then he restarts the Chinese Civil War and defeats the Nationalist government within like two years. No shit. Yeah. So the communists prevail, and he starts the People's Republic of China. Ah. Which is not a republic. It's a communist dictatorship. <laughs> but that name sounds better, so it's okay. All right, so... But the name's a matter. You sound better that way. Do I call it communist or republic? <laughs> I like republic. <laughs> so this was October 1st, 1949. The People's Republic of China comes into being, and he starts to concentrate his power. And World War II's... Three years done at this point. Yeah. Four no, years done at this point. Done yeah. with, we are done with concentration camp. <laughs> we must do concentration in mind only. Yeah. <laughs> Not like concentrate orange juice in morning either. <laughs> Wrong thing. But concentrate people <laughs> by pulping them. <laughs> Look at this. People pulp. People juice. Not from concentrate. <laughs> <laughs> 
Holy shit. We keep going back to the Russians. We got to focus in on our Chinese. Ah, uh, sorry. Now. <laughs> 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 got him. Got him. All right. So let's talk about land reform. Ooh. All right. So <laughs> land reform is something that most dictators do. It basically he changed all the laws regarding land ownership because he's starting a communist dictatorship now. Oh, no, so, I own everything. <laughs> he 98 percent. <laughs> so in China, it was a bunch of wealthy landowners. They call them landlords and farmers and shit that owned vast swaths of land. So it, real talk, in this time period, China still had the caste system, right? Well, yeah, yeah. There were the peasants, you know, the village people, and then. Macho, macho, I'm macho, macho man. We gonna be macho man. You can have a good time. <laughs> we're going to hell, young Mao. <laughs> we can have a good time, <laughs> young Mao. <laughs> <laughs> from all the landowners and redistributed it to the peasants, which you would think is good, you know? He gives the Sounds like a positive thing. Back to the people, lets the people start farming the land, um, and then he kills <coughs> all the landlords. Everyone. So he kills everyone. They were an entire class of people in China, landlords. There was like 15 million of them. Jesus Christ. I always forget how many people are in China, so 15 million is like yeah. small potatoes. Yeah, is you know there I mean? a third of the world's population in China and yeah. in India? One of every yeah. three people just hanging out in China. Yep. You know what I mean? So, Fucking crazy. 15 million? So there's 15 million people involved in this class. By the time Mao died, 95% of them were dead. And how did he kill? How did he expose of these uh, dispose of these people? He, he would just slaughter them by the gun, by the sword, line them up and shoot them in the back of the head. Whatever was most fun at that time. Yep. Gotcha. Yep. Good shit. And uh, so if 95, say 90%, 95% of 15 million, we can say roughly 14 million landowners died in the purge of landowners during the Mao. Between this shit, the revamping and winning of like the Civil War and the war against Japan, the fucking 5,600 mile run, like this dude's got some nuts, <coughs> yeah. man. I'm liking him so far. He got some moxie. Yeah. <laughs> so, He's got spunk, you know what I mean? So hey, Maroney, check out this guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's running 5,600 miles. We need this guy to run the West Coast. <laughs> Put his head in a box. It's going to be fucking great. <laughs> All right, so that was the landowners, all right? 14 million rich farmer landowners, which is ironic because his father was a rich farmer landowner. That's I don't where he came from. I don't like my father, though. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently his father was a dick because he ended up killing his entire oh, class of people. Dictator. They call it classicide. It's a thing. You know, taking out an entire class of people. And that's wow. Yeah, like what the okay. Nazis did with all the bankers. Exactly. <laughs> class aside. All right, so 1957. At least we have bankers, Crub. <laughs> now let's move on to the population. Okay. 1957, Mao launched a campaign known as the Great Leap Forward that 
<laughs> yeah, it was awesome, all right? Aim to change great China's reap. economy. That's oh, my God, great. we're putting them up. We're reap. putting them up for Great Leap Forward. We take mm. Great Reap. Mm. <coughs> it had an L in it. I had <sighs> to. Great Reap. Great Reap. Um, <laughs> so it aimed to change China from being an agricultural only, like, you know... Um, Old, old school agriculture and, uh, like, not good irrigation and shit. They were known for their farming, basically, oh, in China. Oh, our agriculture no good. We got no irrigation. Dude, what flavor is this? Fagberry? See, <laughs> 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 the exact same thing that Josh has in his tank. It I doesn't taste it. the same. It's not the same. Well, it's because I put the, uh... Yours tastes like it has sex with a lot more dudes. <laughs> <laughs> So Mao wanted to change China from being an agricultural country to being an industrial country. So he ordered... Which, again, isn't a bad step or idea. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, he's, he is, it is the great leap forward. The way he went about it, was so... probably shitty. <laughs> he ordered the Chinese citizens to stop all private farming. Private farming was completely shut down. He started to take the land away from the peasants that he had given it to... And it was all owned by the state. He shut down private farming. He punished anyone who started up their own little private farms. Let's just get into forms of punishment. Either he'd have you killed. Um, he would force you to work in the labor camps. Which is the worst. He would condemn you to struggle sessions. Whew. Tell me more about... Struggle I think session. a few of my exes know about struggle sessions. Okay. But tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds vaguely sexual. Something like I've done it's before. nothing like that. So it's struggle basically... to breathe with my It's basically massive public humiliation, either in your workplace, in the town square, for the more uh, wealthy, you know, well-known people. He would have an auditorium set up. still alive. Up. Auditorium. <laughs> he would put these people on stage and have the entire audience belittle these people. You better come in scream, first place in this talent contest. <laughs> scream pro-communist slogans and shit and just like make these people feel fucking awful. Have them paraded through town where the on like on the back of trucks where the entire town could ridicule them as they went by and then they were beaten or tortured. Dude, what a Classic. dick. Tater. Yeah. Classic. Awesome. Knows how to um, bring the people down by form of humiliation and, and physical punishment yeah, on top so of it. So get this. So they were publicly tortured and forced to humiliate like all these ridiculous crimes. Do you see how this dude is breaking the the body and the mind at the same time? Yep. It's fucking it's, it's wonderful insane. shit. It's insane. <laughs> and uh, so really they believe that these struggle sessions were supposed to help the victims and benefit the victims in order to show them the error of their ways talking shit on communism or whatever they were doing and get them to become a good communist again. The other thing that happened during this uh, great leap forward is that the you weren't allowed to farm anymore so you were forced to work on forging steel building factories or he had like these communal farms that he set up with hundreds or thousands of families working on the same communal farm which was all for feeding the cities 
and feeding the exports of China, who was a massive grain exporter at the time. And they had to meet these ridiculous quotas on grain so, exportation. And, and if they didn't Stalin, meet the quotas... Stalin was doing the same shit in the uh, same time period. Yeah, yeah, most likely happening during the same time period. Now, let me ask you, so if they didn't meet the quotas... Do you know of any punishments that happened? Oh, yeah. There were ridiculous punishments where you would be either, you know, publicly tortured in front Another of Another struggle or, session. Yeah, or publicly killed so that the other workers know to work harder. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, they killed well, him. Nice. Must work harder. It's pretty, I mean, it's pretty fucking straightforward. I like it. So, because all of the grain was going to feed the cities right. and to feed Chinese exports, right? none of the grain... And they had to meet these ridiculous quotas. None of the grain was left over for the rural people that were working the farms. Which led to the greatest famine in human history. Really? In world history, the biggest famine that has ever occurred happened in three years over China. Hey, you just, hey, I'll tell you this, because you were talking a lot of like ups on my guy that I might win a lot of categories, but I'll tell you. If you're the cause of the biggest famine in world history, you're the man. Well, I so mean, like, you've got fucking points on in the a corner. cursory view. Everyone says Stalin created the largest famine in history, but under scrutinous examination, it's Mao. It really is Mao. It no is shit. certainly Mao. Between 45 million and 55 million people died Woo! in the famine. Added to the 14 million landowners. That guy that's only 1 16th of China's population. We are <laughs> no, we still kill, rocking. We kill all the, oh. we kill all the rural people. All, all the rural, rural people. All the people who live outside the city. <laughs> I can't say rural, so I just say farm. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> were forced to work building these ridiculous projects, either these massive factories or these irrigation projects for the communal farms that ended up killing hundreds of thousands of more people through exhaustion and starvation and, you know, the conditions that they were... I had no idea. I had no idea Mal was going to take the body count number by this. I didn't know he was going to take it first off, but by... takes it by far. I had no idea. This is... This is, Isn't Matt credited love, with up to 70 million? Dude, I love learning. Yes. Keep teaching. Yes. Yeah. Um, so um, he started to introduce his theories about um, erasing the old Chinese culture and focusing everything on Maoist communism. You see this in so many fucked up dictators. It's always the idea of fuck the old, even if the old worked. Because here's my brilliant idea. And they just start incorporating all this insane shit. And just as millions are dying, they're like, well, it's still a good idea, isn't it? Like, <laughs> fuck, dude. <laughs> all right, so he made celebrating Chinese traditions and customs illegal, which he called a sign of feudalism. And if you celebrated any of the old traditions, uh, including funerals, weddings, uh, having a local market, where things were sold, there were no local markets. There was just the state ration at this point coming into effect where people were given their daily quota of food. 
that's kind of how this shit works to cut back on waste. So you can't participate in a funeral or it's just going to become a bigger funeral. <laughs> Pretty much what you're saying. So, yeah, all these uh, like uh, church events and shit that they might have had or ceremonies or uh, you know festivals or whatever were all replaced with political Maoist propaganda shit. You know, it, I'm not around to watch Veggie Tears anymore. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, failure to participate in these political gatherings resulted in detention, torture, death, and suffering of entire families of someone who would not participate. Oh, Absolutely. I hate to ask. I, I, I'm sorry if I ask in-depth shit. Do you have any of the torture methods? Um, I will get to the torture methods, I think. If not, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh okay. yeah. I got some torture torture methods. Okay, whatever you get to them, I'm just so hoping you have Josh them. Josh them. In the uh, internal <laughs> passports were issued to everyone, so you were not That's allowed why we to put leave your, your passport area. in your butthole. <laughs> but her, 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 but her, in 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 your right room. <laughs> That's one of my favorite movies. Not Ben Hur, but her. Uh. <laughs> Uh, so, these passports, you weren't allowed to travel throughout the country. You had to stay into your assigned area, and if you left your area, you were tortured or executed. <laughs> Jesus So, as the famine spread throughout the rural areas, more and more violence was inflicted upon the starving masses to continue them to uh, labor in the fields. So people were buried alive. Uh, uh, they were thrown bound into ponds. They were forced to work naked in the middle of wintertime. Uh, they were doused in boiling water. They were forced to inject urine or ingest urine and feces. You know, this sounds like the hazing episode now. <laughs> Every time I think I might win the research... Someone fucks my shit up. Like, I thought Vlad had this shit fucking tied up, and then Homeboy walks over here so with Mal. They were subjected to mutilation, such as having their nose and ears cut off, and their hair ripped out of their heads. Old-fashioned scalping. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, worse they, than scalping. Yeah. At least scalping, you get your shit cut off. Right, not fucking ripped out. They had salt water injected into them with a needle designed for injecting cattle. This is like Angel of Death, Dr. Mengele shit, where he would, like, inject dyes into people's eyes right. to try and make them blue-eyed Aryans. So, like, I want to talk, I want all three of us to do an episode on Mengele. Oh, yeah. yeah. And just, we'll just and call just, it the Angel just of Nazis. Death. Nazis. Nazis itself. Well, the crazy be, shit Nazis did. But no, Joseph Mengele... Was a freak, and yeah, you know he had some weird ideas about twins and shit too. Oh, you know, weird, some weird ideas. Out. That is the understatement of the century. I'm just gonna Mengele, leave it at that. I'm gonna leave it at that so that we yeah. can do an entire Mengele episode on this hard on for <laughs> twins. And oh, before yeah. and before we say anything else, what's and we'll get to this when we ever we do that episode. What's crazy is that the one who's always given credit for running the concentration camps because he did Himmler. Himmler had a weak stomach. We'll get to that later. Interesting. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Um, so where was I? So um, of all the people that died in the Great Leap Forward, about 8% of them were tortured to death. Damn. Fucking insanity. And uh, they would kill people for failing to meet their grain quota. Um, apparently Rice. there were 2.5 million <laughs> tortured to death 
and three million suicides that happened during the period. Three million suicides. Of the Great Leap Forward, three yeah. million suicides. The famine was so great, you know, that killed millions of people that three million people couldn't handle it and just took themselves out. Fuck, dude. This dude, and you still got more? <clears throat> I got a lot more, dude. So, <laughs> a lot more. The Great Leap Forward led to the greatest destruction of real estate in human history, with 40% of Chinese houses being turned into rubble to make fertilizer, uh, relocate villagers that they didn't want there. They would just destroy their houses, and then they would force <laughs> them to leave. <laughs> like you do. Uh, yeah, like you do. Um, and then uh, they would use it to build roads, or if they just didn't like the homeowner, they would just knock his house down. Just fuck oh, your house. I don't write to homeowners. <laughs> <laughs> um, so fuck they, you, you, you live in rubber now. <laughs> here we fucking go. So the Great Leap Forward phased out in 1962. Between 1962 and 1964, the Communist Party started to try to phase out Mao. So oh, finally. They, they started to phase him out. I'm glad now we decided maybe he should be out of office. They okay, him awesome. But now we know like Mao. <laughs> <laughs> so they turned hey, into a but figurehead. At least, but I would love hey. to see a combination of Mao-Trump. Like, imagine Mao tweeting oh, about all this shit. Ha ha ha, couldn't feed people on the farm. Hashtag farm my shit, arsehole. Hashtag no more rice. <laughs> So, Jesus Christ, <laughs> if Mal were 2018. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag on Meyer 8600. 8, Yay. If, if Mal had a 20-year-old uh, mind and a Twitter account. Fuck yeah. <laughs> if only. Fuck yeah. Oh. <laughs> fuck who? I just no, had, it's no, not I fuck yeah. This is an amazing idea. We could even spend an entire day talking about flipping dictators into different time periods and how they would act. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. All the fucking tweens dead. I'm getting way ahead of myself. Keep going. You're doing Could you great. imagine replacing Roosevelt with Trump? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck all the forests. Let's burn them fucking yeah, brown let's people. let's bomb everybody. Let's fucking nuke no, Japan. No, no bombs. Roosevelt didn't have nukes. Roosevelt didn't have nukes? No. Didn't he nuke Japan? Wasn't no. he the guy? Who was it who nuked Japan? Uh, Roosevelt had nukes. I thought it was no. Teddy Roosevelt. Are you talking about Teddy or... Are you talking about Teddy or fucking... Or uh, Theodore... No, no, not Theodore Roosevelt. Was uh, Franklin Delano Franklin Roosevelt. Franklin Delano Roosevelt had nukes, had nukes didn't but he, he didn't use them. It was who uh, nuked the guy Japan? after him. The guy who was only in office for I don't Johnson, Lyndon B. Johnson, nah. LBJ. No. I don't. I don't. I don't mean. Oh! I don't mean to correct you. I don't mean to correct you on Mike, but you're wrong. FDR, FDR was the president during World War II, and he nuked Japan. No shit. It wasn't. Oh, gonna oh he's gonna out. pull his phone out. I'm gonna Go Google it. All right. Wait. No. It's it's Google time. Hold on. We're gonna do a full pause. God so damn it. Eric right. was right. Fucker. Eric yeah. was totally it, right. It wasn't FDR. I'm it, so it was fucking Harry dumb. It was Harry Truman. Harry so right Truman. after 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 World War II was about to wrap up, Truman was in office. And then Truman yeah. had a retarded kid, and her name was Harriet Tubman. <laughs> <laughs> Having a who invited this guy moment. 
that's who she was, this right? This is the first time that it ever got too racist for Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think this would ever happen. <laughs> Underground what? Right, so, <laughs> so you were right, and I I thought it was FDR. It was Truman. Back Dan, back Dan to Mal. Just had a back to life moment. <laughs> I need to get I need to get my shit straight. <laughs> you right. snort a line of Adderall. I need to get back to baseline. So back to to Chairman Fucking Mao. Yes. So the Communist here, Party here. starts to phase him out of power. Here, here. Turning him into a figurehead, kind of like the Queen of England is now, where the Parliament has all the power. They were trying to strip him of his power. Well, he didn't like that. <laughs> Who would? <laughs> I'd be great if that's where his like research ends. I just kind of stopped researching after that. He just he just didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> Eric's level of research, and then I went to sleep. So... Mao wielded an immense psychological power over the young people of China, the students as far down as elementary school, up to high school, up to college students, wielded an immense amount of power over them. They kind of revered him almost as a, a god, right? They just, the Chairman Mao's way is the way for China. Absolutely. That's kind of how these young people felt. So, in 1966, he convinced them um, to revolt against China by proclaiming that the Communist Party and basically all walks of society uh, were being infiltrated by capitalist scum. And uh, there were the bourgeoisie that were (laughs) moving their way in, which is where we get our current term, bougie, which I just heard in the Jersey Shore episode Wait, that I watched last night. No. The new Jersey Shore then episode. They brought Jersey Shore back, yeah. was a French term It is a French Mussolini. term, but he also used it. He also used it to describe... Multiple countries have used that To describe term. the rich people that were yeah. infiltrating the Communist Party, yeah, the, he the said. the bourgeoisie. Yes. Um, but that is a French term. So students, no, thank God he did it. Oh, bourgeoisie! <laughs> we we got the decadent bourgeoisie. Motherfucker couldn't oh, find time bourgeois- to pick up the a rich pa- motherfucker. Couldn't find time to pick up a page on Stalin, but he knows all about fucking French history, though. <laughs> <laughs> he paid attention to high school, kinda. Um, so students of all ages in China. I didn't eat peaches in high school. That's why you. That's fucks. why. That's why. Because <laughs> you didn't history. go to Georgia. <laughs> In Georgia, we did not enjoy the pizzas. <laughs> that Georgia. Um, so students of all ages formed into gangs, which were known as the Red Guard, and they destroyed schools. They uh, publicly shamed their teachers. They sort of like kids are doing in this country now for no fucking reason. Yeah, yep. Almost well, way worse. No, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> They, but we're getting there. They destroyed historical, cultural, and religious sites throughout the entire country. Like we're doing in this country now. They destroyed <laughs> government buildings. Here's where it comes in. They stripped the leaders, the experts, anyone who had a greater knowledge than an average Chinese person. They would take them into the public square, strip them of all their power, and just publicly humiliate them and beat them and torture them. They would just fucking torture people. Senior officials, politicians, all anyone who wielded power Dude, was publicly like, shamed. Alright, can tortured. I ask you something? It's Maybe like Mao took what Stalin did and just cranked it to eleven. So let me ask you this. 
why the fuck? And maybe I was in all the wrong classes, but I always considered the, the history teachers I had to be not only really strong history teachers, but ones that covered a lot of shit. Why the fuck did I never get a drop of this about Mao in high school, dude? Yeah. Like, I, did you? Well, because Mal they didn't Stalin. want him influencing the children, maybe. Did you get a no. lot of mail in high school? Did I, you get a lot of mail in high school? In high no. school, I took a uh, honors course in history for three years. I took honors history, too, and never got anything so really about from, Mal. So, uh, sophomore, junior, and senior year, I took honors history and honors English. And we did it like a combined class where we learned a bunch of shit that the normal kids didn't learn. I didn't hear anything about Stalin or Mao. Just to let I you know, it shows that if you get ahead and you spend all your time and energy taking honors English courses and honors history, you still end up in a fucked up garage farting on Mike for the entertainment of others. <laughs> <laughs> but college is the answer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean to spend 95 grand at Drexel and get a fucking bullshit degree in engineering that you'll wind up wiping your ass with while you're working at McDonald's. <laughs> Anyway, not, not speaking from experience. By the way, continue. <laughs> yeah, carry on with. How much so more do you have? On I this? got a decent amount. Oh my so god! The uh, this whole thing that was going on with the young people taking over everything is known throughout history young as Mal. the Cultural <laughs> Revolution, <laughs> the Chinese Cultural Revolution. That's what this whole thing is uh, called. A lot of these phrases you're using, I have heard of before, but I'm glad to actually get like backstory on them. Yeah. So. Uh, during this cultural revolution, they tried to purge China of all capitalist or traditionalist uh, elements uh, from the entire society. So, like, um, operas, they had, like, a few, like, traditional operas that they a would play few. over China and over. China was huge on the opera. They killed huh. all of that. They came up with these uh, communist operas and, like, <laughs> pro-military operas and shit. And How does a communist go opera see. go? <laughs> you get what I get. Minus 900%. <laughs> so millions of people that didn't align with the Maoist theory that was being run by this Red Guard, these students, these kids. Dude, I've watched all these videos of kids humiliating grown-ups and throwing shit at them and beating them with sticks and shit in front of thousands of other kids. And what it's year is this? crazy. This is in uh, the 60s. 60s 1966, yeah. this starts. Okay. Fucking insanity. These kids, like, would attack their parents now, when do and we hit, beat their parents. When do we hit Tiananmen Square? Because I believe that was on That's now. during this. That's okay. during this. They would have, like, massive rallies in Tiananmen Square with a million kids. Fucking everywhere, running around the square and praising Mao. I don't mean to sound completely ignorant, but is Tiananmen Square the image of that one dude like holding his stance against the tank? Mm -hmm. Right? Like, okay, that so, is Tiananmen right, Square. But okay. Tiananmen Square in China, think like uh, Broadway in New York. Okay, right. Like that level of. Uh, that population. protest was later. Okay. That was after. That Mao. was early 70s? 76 Mao died. I think that happened a little after. Really? Maybe I thought I, thought I don't really Square know. I didn't, I didn't research. So at the point you're at. I thought the college students actually flipped on Mao in the 70s. So we're in the, the 60s right now. The college students ended up flipping on themselves. And when I say college students, I mean children in elementary school 
up through the grades to college. Yeah. Young people in China, kids in China, yeah, they they doing this crazy from the revolution 60s to the seventies. Now we have everything. They start to fight amongst themselves, yeah. and yeah, all kinds. So of So we shit have happens. all this, all, and you still got ten years left before this dude dies. From the point you're at now, there's yeah. still another well, decade during left this cultural revolution that lasts ten years. It only really ends with the death of Mao. Okay, like they they start to end it before they start to phase it out because it starts to go out of control. And really, this uh, revolution of students lasted like two years before they start to phase it out. But his influence, the whole time he was alive, he influenced the entire population of China. Jesus. Yeah. So um, they, uh, where was I? Blowhole. So anything that didn't align with Maoist theory was purged from Chinese society. Young Mao. Young Mao. We go out in the street. We say, Young Mao. Won't you preach up Millions your tank? Of I say, Young Mao. Persecuted, <laughs> suffered public humiliation, imprisonment, torture, hard labor, sustained harassment over months, seizure of property, and ultimately execution by this child army, the Red Guard. Jesus. Um. Not only that, but libraries were destroyed, the books were burned, anything that related to the four olds, which were old ideas, old habits, old customs, and old culture, was wiped clean from Chinese society. Which and old meant anything that wasn't Mao's, which is yeah. what's so fucking brilliant in the control method like if it's not me it's not right yeah. so we just and we can't have it lingering anywhere so we just fucking destroy again, it again yep. that old history lesson might makes right if you're yep. in control you're writing the history books so temples churches mosques and monasteries anything that had any kind of religious sect that maybe uh um some Missionaries. Missionaries. Anything, any temple that a missionary had set up in China for any religion was completely destroyed. Everything inside of it burned. Um, hundreds of thousands died uh, trying to interfere in the Red Guard's revolutionary activities. They were known as counter-revolutionaries. Hundreds of thousands died. And then, later on, the Red Guard started fighting amongst themselves because they're an army of fucking kids, and hundreds of thousands of kids died. <laughs> You've got the numbers, son. You've got the numbers. Well, Mao. So that's the thing. When I was doing my research on Stalin, I kept looking up like what was <laughs> his research on Stalin. <laughs> oh, I did cursory research in the two weeks leading up to this episode. Ah, uh, what's this? Crypt notes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my crypt notes. <laughs> So, uh, no, because every, everyone always says Stalin has the numbers that, the only numbers that beat Hitler. Right. And then you really look into it, and like, no, Mal fucking takes Stalin and Hitler and wipes his dirty ass crack. I have another dude in our next episode that takes Hitler's numbers away, too. Not like Mal's, but they still take Hitler's numbers well, away. Shit. Yeah. Well, I have another dude, yeah. but yeah. And a dude that, like, you don't even fucking hear about. But, like, don't okay. worry. Oh, I can't wait for that. I'm sorry, Josh. Keep going. <laughs> that happens if there's the next episode. There's I need be. to go to bed. All right. So, during be. this time of the Cultural Revolution, where the kids were attacking all public institutions, Chinese economy stopped. There was no Chinese economy for years. 
There was no school for years. Schools were destroyed. Classes were canceled. No school in China for so years. So what is it? Anything. Propaganda for years? Years. Yep. So no elementary, high school, college, no nothing. No school whatsoever. The schools were destroyed during the Cultural Revolution. So eventually uh, the people. You're right. School during the Cultural Revolution. No crass. Eric needs a beer. So Get him a beer. It's been a I've few been years. i trying to keep quiet and off mic that I'm drinking heavily, but you're just going to go ahead and blow my spot up. So. <laughs> All right. So it's been a few years during this revolution. Spread up. The police were told not to interfere with the children's revolutionary experiments and things that they were doing. Um, all of society was not to interfere with the revolution. If you did interfere, you were most likely killed. Or your entire family was shamed, or you know Chinese are fucking crazy. Right. So <laughs> eventually, uh, once the Red Guard started fighting amongst themselves, the People's Liberation Army was sent in to quell the revolution. These kids were sent to the countryside in the down to the countryside movement, where they were to <laughs> learn from the peasant farmers about all walks of life instead of just you know city life. This sounds so like almost words, as much fun as the autumn harvest uprising or whatever the fuck it was. Almost yeah. as much fun. So in other words, we're gonna we are going to empower you to become slaves. Yeah. Huh. I like it. I yeah. like it a lot. So. During this time, um, once they were, you know, relaxed, the Cultural Revolution was winding down. Maoist theory was being practiced all across China. People revered Chairman Mao as almost a god. He had several heart attacks, and he died comfortable in his home in 1976. Another one died in his fucking bed. He was bed. loved and revered by the Chinese people. And the entire country wept when he died. And they didn't have to weep. There's no country left at this point. That is fucking getting away with it. When the country weeps for your demise. I don't understand. So let's go over the figures. So hold on. I just want to say real quick. I wonder if it sounded like, oh, <laughs> Dude, I haven't watched Kung Pao in years, man. I need to right. watch that show. No, can I, I, get a I high enjoyed f- Kung Pao until the crying scene. That's the best part. No, it's that so made funny. me hate that movie. It's so funny. Yo, it's because it's so annoying that it's so funny, dude. Can I get a high five for solid research, son? You went to town, thank dude. Thank you. You in went other words, to town. Dan says, Fell into fuck mouth. Eric. <laughs> no, 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 no! I was even, like, because I thought, yeah, uh, I, fell into I, know, math I know, I know, I know, I know. I thought I did good research, and then homeboy comes along here. You know what? Fuck at it. least six to eight hours spent researching now, watching documentaries on Wikipedia and shit. Right. I dove into this guy because it's just so fucking interesting. And like you said, shit, right? I didn't learn about the dude in high school. Yeah, didn't right. learn about him. Didn't know shit about the cultural. I, I never learned about fucking Vlad. And his crazy I I wife. I didn't mention about Stalin. I really do. Don't Behind worry, every dictator, sometime. there's a crazy fucking woman pulling the strings for the whole cultural revolution. His crazy wife, Jan King, was 
in his fucking ear the whole time and was even given uh, control over all the arts in China. And she was the one responsible for destroying all the old operas and culture right. and writing the, the new political Pause. shit. Jiang King. Huh. Fuck that bitch. She was eventually sentenced to death but then didn't die. Um, she was uh, given life imprisonment instead for some reason. And she ended up dying in like 93. Or huh. I just want to say pause real quick. Can we at least give notice to the cats that are having sex outside? There are cats having sex? I am hearing it. I'm hearing the cries of a cat getting fucked outside. <laughs> and it's loud enough that I wonder if we'll be able to hear it on my Please phone. do not interrupt my session. Everybody quiet. <laughs> no? Those are people no. talking. All right, no, I think that's a TV. Now. I'm telling you, there's cats having fucking rough sex There used to be cats that fucked all the time. That's my So, all right, so Mal, so give us... South Jersey. There are plenty of cats. Give us the final figures on Mal for body, for body so, count. For body count, I'm going to estimate between 60 and 70 million. Okay. Between million. the family, the murders, the tortures, the executions. I just heard a... I heard the fuck meow. And now, Eric's and drunk now as shit, yeah. now he's hearing fucking cats. Can you get the figures, Josh? <laughs> Ruthlessness score, I give him a 10. He showed no regard for the millions of villagers, peasant no, farmers that were just dying at uh, during his time, where he said, let's just stop farming. And we'll start working on steel and industry instead. You're not allowed to farm for yourself. We'll figure out a ration system. But oh yeah, you still have to make these ridiculous quotas that take all of your food away. He didn't care about any of that. So Of course not. Yeah. Insane. Love Ruthlessness it. 10. Deviousness 10. He fucking just convinced people to love him. They loved him throughout their entire lives, and to this day, they still say that their lives were improved under Mal. Is it crazy that we, we both end up researching people who are considered a fucking hero in their country it's despite insane. their despite their fucking horrid acts? So, for so uh, again, and I will interject here, Doug told me one of the two things you're not allowed to talk about in Georgia uh, while he was there. You can't mention Stalin. I bet not. Stalin is meant to be a worldwide horrible figure. You're not allowed to talk about that in Georgia. Just like you're not allowed huh. to talk about Nazism in Germany. Right. They're, well, uh, no, not just like, because they still revere Stalin in Georgia. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's crazy shit. I mean, a lot of Germans still love Hitler, but they just don't talk about it out loud. They talk about it <laughs> in private clubs yeah so uh that's what i have on chairman mao and uh he's just a fucking insane chinese douchebag that the country love loves it. country fucking loves him i love it and we will review we'll get all those final figures together the next time we get back together yeah we got to do a part two yes which is all for right. you guys a week away but for us it's in like fucking 10 15 <laughs> minutes <laughs> Well, this was an almost two-hour... By the time we're done with our wrap-up, this will be a two-hour episode. Still not our longest. Fuck you, pumpkin-spiced handcuffs. (laughs) (laughs) Can you believe we went a half hour longer than this talking about basic bitches and dumb criminals? (laughs) I 
I did a shitload of research on dumb criminals for that one. I had like you know, that was a forty different episode. criminals to talk about. I don't so. care how bad our transition was; the episode itself was just solid with material. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so all right, so this has been awesome. So all right, now a few things here I just want to say. Um, first off, if you made it this far. You're doing a great job, okay? If you made it this far, not only with our series, but just this particular episode, <laughs> you're doing great. Um, a few things. First, um, you know, we mentioned um, you know one new listener, but to all the new listeners out there, people have been tuning in. We are now in, ready for this, boys? 28 states, 15 countries have played our shit. What? Australia, what? Thailand, Greece. We have plays what? across the motherfucking Yo, what's up, just, world? Even, no shit. even if it's just two plays accidentally and they never tuned in again, which is what most of them are. Yo, if my shit is playing on the other side of the globe, if my voice has traveled to the other side of the globe, that's a fucking achievement for me. Absolutely it is. That's shout fucking out, awesome. Shout Thank out to you. our boys in Ireland, the pod squad, who are still listening regularly. Hell yeah. We have, we have following in Ireland and we don't know who the three of you are but it's we Pod love Squad. You. The the guys over at Pod Squad who follow us on Twitter. Uh, okay. uh, the guys who commented that my Irish accent needs a little bit of work. <laughs> they they <laughs> still a listen. Bit. Yep, they yeah. <laughs> There's a pretty strong South Jersey Philly accent yeah. right now. I'm trying to overcome my water, okay? Yeah, I, so. I'm an Irishman in the group, you need to go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, don't talk to me about the Irish accent, Pasha. Don't know what the you fuck you're like talking you're about. Go fuck yourself. I cross over between the two. I watch too much Braveheart and Boondock Saints back to back. I can't, I can't separate the two. So we got a following in Ireland. Um, of course, we also have a strong file, uh, following with some other podcasts like Hop Nation. They're always tuning into our shit. We um, used to have the guys over at Boomer and Bandit. Um, I don't know if they're still doing their podcast, but I know they've been listening solid. We've got some people out in California. I don't know who the fuck it is tuned in. We've Might got my cousins. Dude, out there. we've got listeners uh, in fucking Kentucky that are solid. Kentucky. Also, let's Kentucky. Give a, thanks, Grass Belt. Florida still is solid state. Let's give another shout out to the guys down. I believe they are Maryland, I wanna say. That's how I, I keep listening. No. Um, oh no! Hey down in front. Yeah, hey down. Hey down in front. Our movie boys. Thank yeah. you guys so no, much. I'm honestly, oh man, I've been digging. Oh, they do great work. Their shit. Like the, they just did Jurassic Park. Yes, they did. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. That was so much fun yeah. listening to the, like basically, guys. You put the movie on, and the the best way to listen to this podcast is to listen Sync to their the intro. Their intro goes for like 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah, of them just they, bantering. Then they give you the boop, boop, beep, and you hit play on the movie with mute, and you have their commentary over the movie that you've already watched a hundred times. I can just right. listen to it and know exactly what's exactly. happening. Exactly. Dude, uh, and no, that's they're why. really funny. I'll I tell really you. enjoy their commentary. They're full of shit, just like we are. Yeah. <laughs> You can tell they're sitting in some dude's basement, getting drunk, and just shitting on this movie, oh, and it's yeah, wonderful. It's, it's amazing. So I, if I you really need to still, them. when did Jurassic Park come out? Ninety three. Some shit like that. Yeah. It was in that like that. Still has some of the best dinosaurs I've ever seen in a fucking. I know movie. they've they never look so real. 
fucking fantastic. Our CGI nowadays ain't got shit on Jurassic Park. Fuck So there's three podcasts to check out. The Pod Squad, The Boys Over in Ireland, Hop Nation. If you ever want to just sit down, if you ever got a long commute, or <coughs> you just want to chill out and really listen to Whoa, some just shit. cool shit about different types of beer. And they cover fucking everything. Hop Nation's awesome. So grab yourself some knowledge on some good beers and then settle in for some kick-ass movie commentary with the boys over at Hey Down in Front. Awesome podcast. Thank you guys for your support and all the fucking listeners out there. Yeah. We just we're at we seventeen hundred plays and we don't know what to do. There's cum <laughs> everywhere right now. Like it's wonderful. Just right? shooting ropes like <laughs> Spider Man in this motherfucker. Everybody gets one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Family Guy reference. All right, so does that mean I've laid down on the bathroom floor and shot one for every listen? We've Dude, had? I'm telling you, you've horrified a few of our listeners with that story. They don't even know what the fucking make of the rest so of the Dan, podcast. What episode was that? That was our, hang on, oh, that was the mansplaining, and that was part two. That was not the manifesto, that was mansplaining part two, which was- Mansplaining part two, where I talk about my daily ritual, which is not a joke, guys. By the way, I do lay down on the bathroom (laughs) floor with my feet up on the job. You were not joking when you came up with that shit. web up onto my stomach on the boxers that I was wearing previously to my jerking off, and just- Run a hot shower. Oh, when I post so up hot. an Instagram like Just promotion for that episode, I I described your morning ritual as Jeffrey Dahmer esque. Like that's how I described <laughs> it. It is funny to me that we jizz in our pants for seventeen hundred listens over our thirty plus episodes. This is number thirty six. Thirty six. Yeah. This is number thirty six. And. Uh, last podcast on the left probably gets like 400 listens per episode. I know. 400,000 listens yeah. per episode. They don't get 400,000 per episode. Per episode. They're coming dude, up on a million. They they're coming up on a million plays soon. They don't Wait, get 400,000. They that? get 4,000 per episode. Anyway, point being, so we got to keep on going with this bad boy here. We got to wrap it all up. Point is, we're averaging a little over 50 plays an episode. And you know what? I'm okay with it. I'm That's more than badass. okay with it. I fucking that love it. Badass. Um, so Keep a few it other things. Um, I just want everyone to know that we appreciate the listens. But you can find us on Twitter at WITG Podcast, and you can also find us on Instagram at Danny T underscore WITG Podcast. Check out all of our shit. You can also find Pots. Where at? Over at E Z Potsy on Instagram. You can find our group page at W I T G Pod on And that is Instagram. an S Y for Potsy, not S I E for Yes it is. Of and course. we and I've been much more active on Twitter and on Instagram to check out all of our shit. And Josh Man, where else can they find us? Search Facebook for Who Invited This Guy, you will find some of our shit. Search Google for Who Invited This Guy. We are all the rage on Google on Who Invited This Guy. We are guy. just smeared all over the place. So for another fantastic episode of Who Invited This Guy, I'm Danny T. I'm Eric. I'm Josh. And we're here to say, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Dude, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs>